This episode is brought to you by the Project Manga Patreon, the best way for viewers to support the project and allow us a means to keep providing new and quality content to our subscribers. Go to patreon.com slash projectmanga and find out more about the perks we have available to patrons, including early access to all of our content and exclusive videos like behind-the-scenes footage and additional manga reviews. That's patreon.com slash projectmanga. All right, let's get into the episode. everybody to the project manga podcast where we cover one piece my hero academia black clover mashal dr stone and jujutsu kaisen week to week back this week covering weekly shonen jump issue number 15 i'm your host Knox and nickums and before we get into the conversation tonight of course we'd like you to take a look at the description down below that's going to have our link tree in it that's going to be where you see us on our individual social media accounts like twitter where you can join online communities like our discord where you can listen to project manga wherever you normally listen to your podcasts and uh, ways that you can support what we do here by checking out our online store or our patreon but getting in to the discussion tonight, weekly Shonen Jump issue number 15, and we got a full roster once again. Mm -hmm. Holy moly rockets. Big this, week. This is a massive week, especially mm -hmm. with Dr. Stone. Can't wait for mm -hmm. that conversation. Oh my god. <laughs> but let's uh, kick things off with Jujutsu Kaisen, chapter 142. And this one's called A Big Brother's Back. <laughs> oh, dude. Okay, so a couple things right off the bat that I want to say is that remember how last week we were talking about like the path that Naoya was taking yeah. while fighting like mm -hmm. Choso and how it seemed like he was like doing more than he needed to just to flex his speed. You right. know what I mean? And it seemed like he was taking these very awkward, like, go around this way, then come back around, like, kind of like pass. And I feel like he's doing that again because mm -hmm. when he takes off this time, Choso starts to look one direction, but then has to like turn back the other direction again because yes. it, it feels like now you like faked him out one direction and then came back around oh, another direction. Oh yeah, yeah, yep, and he's yep. just still flexing, flexing that that FPS speed. I feel like is what's going on. I love on here. that. Yeah. yeah, and then you have um, you have now you're like okay, he's adjusted to me because flowing red scale is doping, so. You get, mm -hmm. you know, the doping in pretty much every way physically. It makes sense that you would be able to get it ocularly. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. It's, it's yep. essentially, you're, he's basically fighting him on a bunch of Adderall right now. Right. You know what kill. I mean? Yeah, which is like, yeah, kill. Yeah, shit like that, which is like really, really cool um, dialogue sure. to get there. And like the, the drawing on page two, mm -hmm. like of him, like as he's like doing this like immense, like high speed turn, trying to catch it with Naoya. And like, you can see his like the veins around his eyes like yes. bugging out and like and even his pupils in that middle panel like where it's like the the light um you know kind of like shifting mm -hmm. as he's like you know turning so fast oh it just like looks incredible yeah it looks amazing and 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 getting these um panels right before that dialogue about how he's straining you know ocular yeah. veins and things like that really i didn't even notice like that that middle panel was mm -hmm. an example of what Naoya is talking about until yeah, you yeah, just yeah. pointed it out. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's really fucking cool, man. Choreography always continues to slap. Hell yeah! Um, I like how I like how Naoya pulls out this knife, right? Yeah. This curse tool. Because, mm -hmm. like, I was thinking about it when Naobito was fighting. I was like, okay, cool. You're really strong. You're beating the shit out of Dagon. But, like, where does your lethal damage come from? 
You know sure, what I sure. mean? It's kind of like what I, I I thought during the the Shibuya incident. And sure, mm-hmm. you could probably just keep whapping them with cursed oh, energy yeah. until they run out of defense. But yep. like when you're fighting something with cursed energy levels of defense, or just someone with ridiculous level de- of defense anyway, and you don't necessarily have a very um, damaging you know technique. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, what do you do? You probably supplement that with with curse tools the way that we've kind of seen in the series. But I like right. that Nalia makes a point to say, like, hey, this is weird, man. I don't really like having, you know, a weapon because you're supposed to stand up on your own, too. You know what I'm saying? It's shameful mm-hmm. that, you know, that 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 you have to rely on a on a weapon or whatever. Yeah, it's weak. And um, he makes a but comment it- about Toji. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and he was like, dude, my brothers just walk around with their swords on their hips. They don't let anybody see them. They don't care. And he right. what what was his line of dialogue here? He says, uh he says, I'm, I'm amazed, amazed at how they complained about Toji. And I'm assuming yeah. that he's saying this because they're they flame Toji for just being cursed energyless. But then they sure. get to walk around with their shame on their hips. Yes, you know what yes. I mean? Is is what I think that he's trying to say here. And that's really fucking cool. For sure. Or Toji's like a weapon master, right? Or like Toji's he, a weapon he, master. Since he doesn't have cursed energy, he has right. to rely on cursed tools. And so they're like, huh, Toji sucks. He has to rely on cursed tools. Well, so do they if they have their yeah. swords at their hip all the time, you know, constantly going out to battle with these swords or whatever. It's right. like, well, you have a weapon too. What does yeah. it matter if it's one or 20 or whatever? You I know? thought I thought about that too. And like Toji does keep hella weapons on him. And and I feel like this conversation could be uh, could go because it's, it's like, why would motherfuckers that like tout their weapons proudly mm-hmm complain mm-hmm. about anyone relying on weapons when they know that sure. they do so like mm-hmm. that's why i thought it was like oh look at toji you know the, so, so shameful he ain't got no cursed energy but then mm-hmm. this is just now his perspective of but look at your swords on you you know right. what i mean you guys right. carry sword. that's kind of just how i i did but that is oh I, that is cool i think to it could think be right about. yeah yeah that is cool to think about though because if they if, if we are seeing hypocrisy to that degree right. inside of the the zenin clan then like that I feel like does a lot for, I mean, at least now that I'm thinking about it now, now that you kind of laid it mm-hmm. out that way, now it makes me kind of like look at the Zenian clan a little bit, um, a little bit differently than yeah, I Yeah, more I critically. Before. More critically. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I love how whatever theme Gege puts mm-hmm. or, or Gege decides to focus on in this manga, they write the shit out of it, dude. This brother mm-hmm. theme, this mm-hmm. brother like conversation that, that Shoso and Naoya are having throughout this chapter is brilliant you know yes. what i mean like yes and and it's it's something that it's obviously big for choso's character he's all about his brothers and things like mm-hmm. that and i never thought that while we get all of this intense choso brother stuff that we would be introduced to a character that embodies like choso's exact opposite outlook yeah you know I mean? like, like we're introducing like an antithesis to choso's right you know character in Nalia essentially in yeah. this confrontation and that's really cool how gege plays with parallels and juxtapositions mm-hmm. and and opposites you know in, in dichotomies and the way that we get this fleshed out inside of two very very side characters you know what i mean choso's mm-hmm. obviously a lot more relevant you know nowadays we have we've gotten we know actually a lot about choso at this point from the start of his fight with yuji all mm-hmm. the way until now but Nalia is brand new you know what I mean? And it's like a, it's just focusing on, you know, a, a, a fight between two characters this far into the sideline is this mm-hmm. compelling. You know what I mean? And this, like, I want to know everything about these two characters and I need to see, like, this fight is, like, there's a lot of shit going on right now in the background, mm-hmm. but, like, this fight can be center stage and I'm not, like, where's everything else? You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, no, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get uh, we we were, we were talking about 
last week or two weeks ago about about this exact thing that Choso, since he's a death painting, right? Like he has infinite blood. Yes. As long as he has cursed energy. And I love that they just lay it out here, right? Yeah. Like, and even he even counters the knife attack, mm-hmm. not with what Naoya expects, right? Naoya's like, well, you're a blood manipulator. Like, obviously, repairing wounds is like what you're best at. Obviously, coagulating yes. blood, stopping bleeding. Yes. So, whatever, it doesn't matter, I guess, but at least it's going to distract you. So, he assumes Choso is going to heal the wound. Mm-hmm. But no, he does the opposite. I'm going to bleed. I'm going to hemorrhage out everything that I have right now. Right. And it hopes to get blood on you yeah so and it's I like can, a torrent it's it's yes. like a wave of blood come out yes. of him i loved that i i loved mm-hmm. i loved everything about that because it's like it made a lot of sense when i was reading that line of dialogue i was like okay yeah. now he's got to focus on making sure he doesn't bleed out while he's mm-hmm. fighting choso's out of here but then he's like nope Roosh, you know what i'm saying yeah. like and it's crazy that i'm sitting here like um thinking that n- now you why doesn't now you know about um death paintings are they, they're that seat they're that like hidden like like or that secret I, even I would, if he I knows guess. about them mm-hmm. does he know that choso is one i don't think he does now if he now this is my question if he does mm-hmm. know what death paintings are and how they mm-hmm. work he him be him being confused about the toughness of this enemy should only last a little bit you know what i mean if you if you're giving your all against a human enemy and their ability isn't directly related to defense and endurance you know what i mean and you put that together i would feel like a high-level jujitsu sorcerer like now you should be able to be like this is not a human being you know what i mean this is something yeah, yeah. else you know what i mean like i do i do agree with you to an extent yeah. but choso's ability is blood related sure, right sure so i mean like it is maybe it's just a really and, maybe and it's and really i mean it's ble- yeah. bleeding a lot right yeah. like mm-hmm. may, maybe he just is thinking that it's a really 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 good blood ability like mm. the pinnacle of all blood abilities right yeah maybe maybe eventually he would like put two and two together and be like Ah, but still, it doesn't make sense for him to bleed so much. So, like, maybe he is more than just human. Mm-hmm. Maybe he would. Maybe he'll realize that, like, after the fight. Yeah, maybe he's. Yeah, maybe he's realizes it now, and it's too late because he gets hit with the right. fucking supernova buckshot. <laughs> was, I was so happy to see that again because okay, because he he sends the he sends the wave out, and he's like, okay, I gotta make sure I don't get this blood on me. Then you mm-hmm. get this giant like razor disc blood yeah. disc that shoots mm-hmm. out, and he's like, what a slow attack! He must be dying from the blood loss after all. Right, and then it's nope. Bink, you no. know, and I bet you, I bet you Choso isn't even planning to hit him here with this. This is literally no. just him yep. throwing feints out, you know, to, it's to get him to like dodge nearer to the yes. blood. Yes. So he gets the blood on him probably. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I see that now actually. Yeah. Cause he, Oh, you want to know what? And this is another one of his things because the, the, the projectile, the piercing blood projectile comes to mm-hmm. him on uh 12 mm-hmm. and then he dodges it like to the left if it's if it, to to his yeah. left but then it shows him in the next panel dashing to his right yeah so yeah. he like it's just so many cool ways to show his speed in For the paneling sure. you know what i mean because we have not yet gotten like a diagram panel of Naobito or Naoya hitting themselves with this technique and showing oh, sure. the um you know the, the the frames per second breakdown. Yeah, I right. thought we would see that at some point of you know uh, at least in diagram form like that, just so you could see mm-hmm. like how it works on offense, not right. just on or how it works on um buffing and not mm-hmm. just on like defense or offense against a uh, sure. against a person. But the way that we're seeing it, it's like I don't even need that shit, bro. Like just mm-hmm. studying the paneling like and just taking a little bit longer to look at it, you can see so much cool 
movements that he's able to do, which I would assume mm-hmm. is because of his technique. It's like the way that he dodges, the way he moves around, cuts back and goes the, the opposite way. It's all being shown so well and so For dynamic sure. in the in the choreography. Well, let me ask you a question about this choreography, right? So mm-hmm. like bottom of 12 into into 13, right? We see a, a foot on the blood. Is that Naoya dodging? Or is that Choso riding the wave? As if he like jumped onto the blood, rid it into a kick onto the top of 13. Oh my, that's so much cooler than what I thought. Because I thought this was Naoya trying to retreat and Choso stepping on his foot so that he could oh, kick sure. him with the other one and like kind of like yeah. stop him. Yeah. There's definitely something like yeah. besides the foot. It's like Dude, either like an after image or something. I but... think I think what you said is what it is now. And I think that that's like the coolest fucking shit. It ever. would certainly be badass as hell, it's right? It's like Sub-Zero sliding in on the ice Ooh, into the yeah. kick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. That is so cool. But I love how also... Because I'm thinking in this fight, someone left a really cool comment in our comment section. Can't remember who it is, but they were like, I mm. thought I thought Choso was about to hit a domain expansion. That, oh, you know, and I was like, sure. oh, yo, <laughs> yes, can we get that next chapter? And then I and then I'm reading this chapter, mm-hmm. and then he slices him with the dagger, and the blood starts ha- like flowing out. And I was like, he's gonna make a, a blood wave bubble domain and like trap yeah. him in. I yeah. was like, yes, I thought that's what we were going to see, but this is way cooler. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it, it, even though a domain makes sense, Choso's kind of on his back foot. He's exhausted, like, all of his techniques that we've seen so far right. from Shibuya Incident. Obviously, we're seeing that he has other things, like, mm-hmm. making the blood on this, on his uh, Hakama denser so he yeah. can't, like, move and shit. Like, that's tight. Okay. Yo, but anyway, seriously. like, I thought, like, I thought it made all the sense in the world that, like, you know, he we would see a domain if he was, if, if he had, it makes sense that he could have one. Mm-hmm. Um, we see them more inside of curses than humans, anyway. You know what I mean. Sure, and we sure. haven't we haven't really seen a new character's domain in a really long time. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. we still only have like six total in the entire series. So it, we could see one right now, justifiably, and it would make sense. It wouldn't seem yep. like we're getting too many domains at once. But Gege, you know, Gege um has you know really um creative ways to have characters win or lose fights first using yes. the using you know the basics you know of the understanding of the energy system excluding domains mm-hmm. and like it's it's cool to know that yes you could have used a domain right here but you chose a really cool fight and um you know interesting uh strategy and like tactics on, on mm-hmm. how to make your characters win and gege uses those first and it's like yeah okay just knowing that they could just throw a domain out whenever they want they don't need a right. domain they, they, mm-hmm. you don't need to to throw that element into your fight to make it epic you know what i mean yes, you are yes. all you know how to do that yourself without your biggest move i think that a lot of mangaka could learn from this because Absolutely. i feel like a lot of them rely on uh, some of them rely on transformations or big attacks or just like um throwing like holy shit unknown new energy out you know whenever they want to spice up a conflict you know what i mean Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and i think that it's a lot more impressive to show how you have characters deal with things without relying on trump cards to that degree and i think that gege is a prime example of that for sure and it it just makes the trump cards all the more impressive when they do happen right like if if it's a really long time until until we see the next domain it's going to be epic it's going to be the coolest shit ever um, because we've only seen so many, you know right. what I mean? So it's, it, it's, it's, if you can use it, if you have the skill to right. make fights interesting with the mid-level techniques, yes. then it, it, it really pays dividends on the high-level techniques. Exactly. For sure. You said it, you said it perfectly, you know what I mean? And 
especially coming out of Shibuya incident where we had a lot of domain usage and we had a lot mm -hmm. of black flash usage. You, yes. you could see just based on the history of Shonen, then that should say that a lot of people are about to start using black flashes and domain expansions from Shibuya yes. moving onward because a lot mm -hmm. of mangaka don't know how to match that level, you know, of epicness, you know, without we've seen it you know what i mean yep. we've, seen, oh, yeah. we've seen it before you know in inside of shonen so but gege it's just good to know that gege has a plan for compelling strategic fights first and foremost and i feel like we'll see that you know throughout the entire series i feel like gege will not yes. give up that dynamic you know for anything i feel like it, it feels like and i said it on the show before that gege has kind of like studied the history of shonen Mm -hmm. and has really good taste on what's cool and what's not and is right. just saying this 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 and this makes it into my comic this mm -hmm. this 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 and that doesn't i'm sorry we just yep. have the best of every world inside of this book so yeah totally agree <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, so looking um, at 14 top yeah. of 14 yeah um initially when i saw this right my, my first reaction was it looks like this blood around choso is like wings Right, like like butterfly wings or something. Yeah. Did, didn't one of his brothers have wings like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, so I thought did. it was like, yeah, yeah. So I oh. thought this was like a throwback or like a related like brotherhood ability oh type thing, right? God. Of, the, of yes. the wings. Yo, that could be a tribute to Esso, bro. It could be, but then now that when I was looking more at it, right? Yeah. It also kind of looks like he's collecting all uh, the blood yeah, yeah. And, and, mm -hmm. and bringing it into his hands, sure. right? Because like yeah. you can barely see it in the middle panel. Of course, like it's zoomed in on him. So maybe you're not meant to see the overall you know, large wings around him. Right. But like then on the on 15, still no like quote unquote wings around him. So as cool, maybe it is, maybe it started off as wings and it meant, it was meant to look like wings. And then it was like sucking yeah. into the, into the supernova charge or whatever. But yeah. like, anyway, beautiful art regardless. That, yeah, beautiful art. And that is like really, now that you mentioned it, I think, I think it is safer to say that it is just a collection of blood coming to mm -hmm. the, the, the supernova or the um, piercing blood stance right. or whatever. Yeah. But, um, but it totally still at the same time could be a tribute just because of the brother theme and is yeah, so strong yeah. in this in this chapter i love that idea even if mm -hmm. it's not that like that's really right. cool yeah. right and then you get the stare off now you realizes whoa he's not like shooting me yet he's supposed to be shooting me by now like what's going on? Nope. Boom. Choso original yeah. into the. It's like you thought you were gonna. You thought it was gonna be a straight line projectile that your speed was gonna be. Able, no, it's a fucking shotgun. Yep. And it's yep. like that's how you deal with someone who can literally dodge any point blank shot, like single yes. projectile that you can that you can shoot out. Is just make the damage come from literally everywhere. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like as as they say, like close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. And here yes. we have a hand grenade. Right. Like, right. <laughs> I can't hit him, but I can get close. Yes, yes. I love, I love the um, the narr the dialogue, or sorry, the narration or whatever on bottom of fifteen. Like this move was a Choso original. One that sounds cool as fuck by yes, itself, right? A yes, Choso original, yes. but born of Choso honing his own curse technique for hundred fifty years. Yes. You know what I mean? Like in the in the womb vial or whatever he was yes. in, right? Like, wait a minute, bro. I think this is a Yu Yu Hakusho tribute right now. Really? Because because I'm pretty sure the first time Yusuke uses shotgun. Mm -hmm. He says it's a Yusuke original, and then he oh. and then he sends this. You know, he has the spirit gun, but then mm -hmm. he has the shotgun in the sure. the spread shot. I'm pretty sure. I, now, don't quote me on this. This might yeah, just yeah, be, yeah. Yeah. you know, fan head whatever. But like, well, I'm you just recently sure. were watching. You I was show, recently so, like... just watching it. Yeah, I want to say that. Like, I want to say that that could be a Yusuke tribute there. That'd be so sick. You Yu Yu Hakusho fans, double check me though. 
Yes. Yeah, let me know. But wow. And I love this line of dialogue in the um, Supernova spread page. Yes. Where he's like, sorry, but you didn't love your brothers. <laughs> and I can't understand that. Like, what a badass <laughs> final word to say as you clap him, bro. Like, that line of dialogue at the end just, like, makes this feel like a complete story from like start mm -hmm. to end you know like mm -hmm. i'm the eldest of 10 brothers brother conversation fighting i'm an older brother you're a younger brother you know what i mean there's so much so much happening thematically inside of this fight all for it to come rounded mm -hmm. up at the end with this amazing line of dialogue you know what i mean it's like he wins physically and thematically you know what i yes. mean and like that's just so strong bro Mm -hmm. it's, it's it reminds me of uh back in the shibuya incident remember when i was praising that toto chapter and mm -hmm. how it felt like a complete like yes. story you know what i mean yes. from start to finish you know what i mean it's just another one of those gege can just drop these like that that's mm -hmm. ridiculous mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. oda in that respect right yes. like where oda can like take a character you don't give any shits about senior pink you know what yes. i mean like who's this guy wearing a diaper yeah. and, and and then all of a sudden two chapters you get two chapters of backstory and you're crying but yeah. it's like <laughs> that's that skill to to have a self-contained story within a story you absolutely know what I mean? and especially with such a character like senior pink where you're like mm -hmm. there's no way anything interesting can come from this yes. and then you yes. tie his aesthetic into the grief mm -hmm. of his backstory mm -hmm. and it's mm -hmm. like oh the god damn it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah bro um Okay, so okay, so Choso wins, and then mm -hmm. Yuta instantly pulls up carrying Yuji like a bag of fucking trash. Mm -hmm. What? Bow! Backhands him, one shot, done. Look at that face. <laughs> <laughs> I love Gege is so good at that, at like yeah. showing the instant trauma of mm -hmm. just getting your shit pushed in by somebody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ghetto, that old man in the hidden inventory flashback that tried to fight Ghetto. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and then Ghetto versus um Yuta in the flashback, boom, and then Nanami versus uh, Shigemo in the Shibuya yeah, yeah. incident, boom. Mm -hmm. Just lo I love seeing Gege show characters just get rocked, bro. It's <laughs> so good in his art style. Mm -hmm. But so, how, so what do you think's going on here? Looks like you're hurting now, yeah. What do you, what do you, what do you think? You I, think I assume about to do here. <laughs> I assume he's about to do reverse curse healing. Oh damn. And just okay. like immediately heal him and be like, yep, I'm I'm on your team. I'm a good guy. I'm a good boy. I'm just going to heal you right here, obviously. Um, that, that was my first guess. Yeah. Um, what, do, what do you think? Um, now that I'm thinking about it here, we know that Yuta's, like, um, Yuta's ability is related to copying curse techniques. We know that mm. back in the prequel, back when the Rika situation was fully realized, that he could copy curse techniques unconditionally. Mm. We know that there is a difference between the Yuta now and the Yuta from back then. I sure. want to assume he still has his full range of capabilities, but just like grounded to a certain degree. So I could see it being like, yo, you looks like you're hurt now. Yeah, I could handle this for you. Borrow me your curse technique real quick. Ooh. And it's got to be like a like a mutual, like a Leol from Hunter Hunter. Yeah, like he can yes. still copy techniques, but you there's a couple conditions you have to pass now instead mm -hmm. of just mm -hmm. unconditional copying. And since sure. there are conditions tied you know, to it, if potentially there is, that could mm -hmm. mean that whatever technique he gets, well, no, because I, I wouldn't want to say that it could be stronger because of the conditions, because it was unconditional copying at the highest level. Like, sure, you could sure. literally just see you use your shit and then use it at maximum proficiency back then. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I was going to say that maybe because he has conditions attached to it now, potentially, that it makes his ability stronger. But mm -hmm. I don't think that there's going to be a difference there since he had maximum maximum power before but still i think that um i think that would be a cool spin on it i think that um and this is just coming from me looking at this last page right sure. now looks like yeah, you're yeah, hurt yeah. now yeah 
And I could just see the next line of dialogue being like, borrow me your technique real quick, bro. I'll handle this like right. But at the same that, time, but at the same time, I feel like you two, you know, he already dealt with Choso. You know what I mean? He kind of already like one shotted Choso. He seems to be done. So it's like, uh, why sure. would he? There's no What's threat the argument? There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no the threat, threat there. Yeah. But another threat could pull up and then we could get this, mm -hmm. you know, that scene potentially. Al but. Alternative, yeah. if, if there is a restriction on his ability... Um, it could be not as drastic as needing uh, consent. Maybe he can't just see it. Maybe now he has to like say touch you. Oh, and sure. Maybe he's, he's got his not hand glowing. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe he's about to be like, you know, I came in here, did my job, but I'm gonna take a little something for myself here. Tap Yo. tap. Okay, thanks for the technique, buddy. I'm gonna. I'll see you later. Maybe this Yo. thing with Yuji is all an act. Like Yuji's mm. conscious and just right there, ready to go and. The Choso thing is an act, and and he's about to obliterate now. Oh right? my like, god! If Yuji's not actually like because it, because if you think that he's going to because your original idea was he's going to reverse cursed heal now, yeah, 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 yeah. What if he just did that for Yuji already, and he's like, all yeah. right, play dead or something? That yeah. would be some twist. That would be some twisty shit. We're getting super crazy into like headcanon. Yeah, that's not super here crazy right for sure. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, if it is a situation like that, something that I thought about also was like maybe Sukuna was smirking. In the last chapter, after Yuji took the damage, you know, Sukuna was like, what the fuck? And then, like, after was like, oh, shit. And then, like, smirked. Maybe he, like, smirked because he noticed that Yuta missed Yuji's vital organs on purpose. Ah. And was like, oh, I see what you're doing here type shit. Sure. You know what I mean? It could be. You're making it look like something's, you know, bad. It looks yeah. like making it look like he's dead. But really, okay, yeah. I see. You're actually a good guy. Okay. Yeah. But, then it, but then it begs the question, like, no one was really watching them. So, like, who did sure. he... Who did he do that for if this was all just to to, to make yuji look like he was unconscious for this scene or mm -hmm. for this moment that's coming up could have done that without stabbing him in the solar plexus you know what i yeah, mean yeah, just, just, for just, sure yeah and, but and that's maybe, where we are getting pretty off the rails or whatever in terms of yeah. theory theorizing but whatever, it could but, yeah. also be a situation where yuta didn't think that yuji would play along and had to yeah. like knock him out for real, you know, right. or whatever. I don't know. Or they were no they were out they were out, out on the street, and mm -hmm. like you actually don't know who's watching. So sure. just in case someone's sure. watching, you do it. But now they're underground, and now yeah. you know no one's watching. So yeah. yeah. Oh man, I'm still I'm still got my fingers crossed for Sakuna techniques coming at some point in this arc. Sure. But um, but I think that this like twisty kind of like plan kind of situation would be pretty wild too. Mm -hmm. But. Man, so many possibilities, and it's like, where's Mag it's like, where's Megumi at? Yes, exactly. Yeah, you know, it's it's like either Megumi is gonna show up here, or maybe he's going to. Um, we're gonna see Megumi with Sumiki, his sister. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We could see he could just not be showing up at all, and he's just at the crib or whatever with her, sure. or the hospital or wherever she's at. But either way, I feel like because I mean, now he's cooked. Yuji mm -hmm. is apparently out. Choso mm -hmm. just got one-shotted. So, I mean, it's just yeah. Yuta here in a good <laughs> position. So, either he, they're all at his will and he's just going to do whatever the fuck he's going to do or someone else is going to show up right now. And if, right. It's, like, if it's not Megumi, then who's it going to be? I don't know. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but We'll yeah. see. Yeah, we'll I guess, see. I guess we'll see, yeah. I Actually, I could see this being round up everyone and bring them back to base type shit. You know what I mean? And then we finally kind of get the slow, slowed down because this did kind of go super high octane right out of Shibuya incident. We were, mm -hmm. we were all expe expecting self-reflection and, you know, a chill down time. So mm -hmm. I know that some people are complaining about how it went right back into fighting, but if it sets up, you know, a situation where I have to round up all these people to bring us back for a hostage situation, then yeah, you probably need to fight first. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I, I think that, 
I, I do think that Gege will not squander the opportunity to give really good stretches of character development writing. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Or or character, you know, reflection, whatever. Right, character right. focus, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I could totally see it slowing down for a little bit after this and going into, you know, time, hog time and throw them in the back of the van kind of thing. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. But super excited for the next one anyway. But I think I'm, I think I'm good on Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, likewise. Okay, getting into Dr. Stone, chapter 189. <laughs> uh shit where's the title here we go our dr stone now first and foremost this cover spread did you ever read sunken yeah. rock no i think this is i think this is a homage to sunken rock right now which is another oh, okay. another uh manga yeah, yeah. Boichi. the yeah, only yeah. reason why i'm saying that is because i literally just saw someone share a panel on the timeline on twitter mm -hmm. shortly before we started recording this of sunken rock in with literally characters like all in these positions like main. Really? i haven't read sunken rock but it sure, was literally sure. like main character sitting exactly like this with like his whole squad behind him you sure. know what i mean so i want to say that this could be um you know a sunken rock crossover with dr stone because they are celebrating sure. four years mm -hmm. that was arguably boichi's biggest manga before dr mm -hmm. stone so I could senku is that. definitely looking um very serious in, yeah. in, in this double spread and this cover spread so yes. like and I've not read Sunken Rock, but like, you know, yeah. he, he looks vaguely, you know, like a face that guy would make or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, serious, yeah. uh, <laughs> serious. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I just wanted to throw that there. Sunken Rock fans in the, in the comments, if you, yeah, hit if us you up, felt yeah. that, mm -hmm. let, uh, let us know. But I, I think that that'd be really cool if that was like, yeah, that'd be super cool in that way. But holy shit, this chapter, man. Ooh, man. Oh, oh man. Oh my God, bro. So I'm going to turn this around. I have no idea how they're going to turn that back. But one thing that I do want to say is that this is one of the boldest chapters that I've seen in Shonen, like, period. And mm -hmm. the, I think the reason why is because, like, it, this is just not the manga where you think that something like this could happen. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And it's, and it's always had such a um, campy, you know, veil over it because it's not about yep. stakes, really. It's mm -hmm. about the adventure and the invention and the science, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. whenever there's conflict thrown in in Dr. Stone, Riichiro Nigaki can write the shit out of that conflict, but I'd never actually worry about anyone in this series, you know, which is a complaint that I make in other manga that we review, but the way that Dr. Stone is handled to not be a, as much about right. the stakes of the conflict has always just allowed that to be okay for me. But then now, inside of a series like this where everything should already be expected, you throw one of the most unexpected you know events over the last couple of chapters into it and it's like i've never felt uncertainty you know and and stakes like this before you know what mm. i mean and it's like because you legitimately like you want to say sure you know the light at the end of the tunnel is that vague you know quote from sukasa last chapter about how maybe the dr stone can catch us in a near death state you know what mm -hmm. i mean and mm -hmm. and, and, and all of that stuff and that sounds great but mm. like they don't got this motherfucker working yet bro and it's like there's not too long you can right. be dead <laughs> yeah before seriously. you're just dead you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like and 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 it, and it makes you go okay so if they do legitimately die and they're past a revival threshold and the dr stone heals them anyway like what is that like how is that going to make us feel you know mm -hmm. what i mean right right but in the meantime mm, god damn it's it's like um the part of Dragon Ball, like where like people people are dying. You know Dragon Balls exist, but you like mm. you don't know all about them. You don't know how hard it is to get them and that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. So like people yeah. are dying, you do feel for them. And 
we might take the Dragon Ball route of there was never any reason to worry at all. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, we're just going to use, you know, the petrification ray to freeze you, revive you again, and we're going to do that forever. But but maybe not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, maybe Hyoga's dead. Yeah. Maybe Sukasa's dead. Maybe Kohaku will die. Like, I, I don't Maybe ta Taiju. <laughs> yeah. Oh, taiju. my God. It's oh, just, my God. It's just the vibe of the chapter, like, throughout mm -hmm. the entire chapter mm -hmm. is just confirmation among the crew of what's coming and then everyone just like re 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 um, resolving themselves to their fates getting amazing monologues off getting and then just the despair of the actual attack happening mm -hmm. and everyone being killed with no obvious light at the end of the tunnel and over like the last like three chapters you don't you don't see that usually if you're going to do this you know what i mean there's got to be something obvious in the back of our heads that say things are going to be okay especially mm -hmm. in a series that's been as historically campy as dr stone there's supposed right. to be a light at the end of the tunnel if you're gonna do this and there just is none just look mm -hmm. at everyone like like you can see ryusui you know ryusui's got to be a cool guy you know what i'm saying but mm -hmm. he's his back is to the camera the whole fucking you know yep. the whole time because he's like god damn like this is we're really about to get caught with our pants down you know what i mean mm -hmm. everyone you could tell that vibe they're trying to keep up appearances you know, for the reader and, you know, for the dramatic irony or whatever, you know, but like everyone, if you go back through this after reading it, you could see Senku on, on uh, page nine, like right before he tells Luna yep. to bounce, you know what I'm saying? He's like, nope, nope, it's over. You know what I'm saying? Ryusui yep. right after that, head down, like, yeah, you go with them, Chelsea, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then right mm -hmm. after that, right after Chelsea's like, all right, peace, you see Senku and Ryusui like, fuck, bro, it's yep. over, you know what I mean? And then- yep whoa what's up we're the fan club team why are we just letting our 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 luna run off aren't we supposed to be her bodyguards and buddy's just like nah g nah dude it's not, it's not come on man. read the room yeah read the room man and it's like wait 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 wait. i i didn't notice this my first read through it i had yep. to go back yep. through again mm -hmm. and be like man the proof is in the and then you have ukiyo putting shit together mm -hmm. you know and him just being like damn you know everyone is just like it's over and then it's over you know what i right. mean boom 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 i've never seen despair like this mm -hmm. or maybe i have but it, it, i can't remember the last time i felt real like i'm trying to think of like um uh seven deadly sins when the ten commandments arc first started and gallon came oh, through sure. and just served up the entire cast mm -hmm. it, it's feeling like that but like at, at, at the very end of that chapter you saw that gouther put a fucking memory arrow like on the back of of gallon's neck so that was the sure. light at the end of the tunnel sure. you don't have that in here man Mm -hmm. everyone's just dead look at taiju son look at look at gen's <sighs> face after taiju is blown up in this very like it looks like vivi from final fantasy 9 you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying just stark black big yeah. white eyes and then mm -hmm. just like the into the high detail of the next panel next to it of him like wake up taiju like can't prank a prankster bro like you're unlimited defense taiju what's mm -hmm. going on man and he's just burnt to a fucking crisp like the imagery used to mm -hmm. show it's like you're not trying to show everything and be super graphic but the detail that's there is very telling you know mm -hmm. what i mean and oh, yeah. i think that yep. that is just masterfully done by boichi and but one thing gen was not shown assassinated mm -hmm. and neither was ukio mm -hmm. so it's gen and ukio to, and then obviously you have ginro and matsukaze like still tied mm -hmm. up so there's still shooters out there but like you still got senku and um and Kaseki. Oh yeah, you still got. Oh yeah, Senku ran off, uh, bounced off with Kaseki. I thought Kaseki died, but yeah. Besides Senku, I was going to say Senku, Gen, Ukio, 
was mm-hmm. like then Kaseki's there too. But still, like we have some shooters here, but it's like, what are they going to do? Yeah, <laughs> I have a couple ideas, okay. I guess. Okay. Um, going back to, let's see here, the first page, yeah. back to first page. Um, Taiju is testing out the speaker system, right? Uh, of when they eventually will have the Medusa created mm-hmm. uh, and fully working and, and testing the speaker system so that anyone in the complex can activate it, right? Right. I think this is an interesting page because it's really portraying that this thing is super loud. Like, not like yeah. really loud, but like immensely loud, so loud it broke like the dish, right? Right. What What they have here is a sonic weapon. What they like, have here they, is a what? A sonic weapon. Mm. Like, like, they could easily point this at Stanley and and damage him with sound waves, right? Oh. If if they thought to do it. And of course this is a team of big brains, so like I think yeah. they I think they will think to do it. Um the other That's o- a the great o- call. Right. And the only other thing I can think of that maybe is um is a light at the end of the tunnel is they're trying to obviously make these diamonds like work and they can't seem to get it to work, right? Like and even on, on page la- on the last page, right? Top top left panel. You see all these diamonds, right? Um, yes. All these, you know, perfectly crafted looking diamonds. Yes. And obviously these are all failures. Every single one of them is a failure because they've not gotten any to work yet. Mm-hmm. And then it goes in the next panel of it showing them, like, I guess, burning to a crisp potentially, right? Maybe, yeah. maybe the diamonds themselves are gone. But my other idea was, what if, recall, recall that the diamonds they were pulling out of the Medusas were charred. What if... It wasn't because they were used it's and they were charged. because of the entrance into the atmosphere from when they I dropped it say, up I, super high? I was going to say, oh. maybe, maybe. I was oh. going to say because you need to char them to make them work. Oh. So this is maybe this is the last piece of the puzzle. They have all these diamonds that are like somewhat complete but not fully complete. And now they and, just all got set on fire because there's hella explosions happening yes. right now. And so Yo. like as one as one last ditch effort, next page, next you know, chapter, right? Someone's gonna pick one of these charred diamonds off and just try one more time. Yeah. And put it fit into a Medusa one, you know, three thousand meters one second, and it will finally work. You know what I mean? And it'll Yo, be like, that's Ooh. so good, bro. Cause see, when you when you were when you mentioned this last page and I see the the diamonds mm-hmm. falling. And then I see them burning up. I just figured entrance velocity, like re-entering the yeah, atmosphere. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a great yeah, thought, though. Yeah, yeah, because because when because we know that they were dropped from like super high up. Yes. Right? We remember yes. that they they, mm-hmm. they they were talking about that or whatever. Yeah, the Medusas. Yeah. Yeah. So like that big pile came from like like if they all fell and like re-entered the atmosphere and caught on fire, and they and the people knew that they would need to enter the atmosphere and catch on fire so Ooh. that they could get that charring so that they could shout. And make it all work, yeah. That would really explain. I think that would really well explain it, right? Like the people on the moon who made them knew that, like you, you build them the whole way. They Mm -hmm. don't even work yet. You have to send them through the atmosphere through super heat, yes, so that they can work, right? And like maybe like that'll get explained next chapter, kind of thing. Ooh, damn. But, but then when they find the whole pile, and they're already charred. Mm-hmm. Oh, because the, then the battery is out, and they're actually yeah, yeah. They, they now, they've been used. used. Yes, they've yeah. been used now. Okay, yeah. But the but the fresh ones that haven't mm-hmm. been used now have the charring because right. of the attack, and can right. now mm, maybe maybe. Wait a minute, man. Maybe oh that's all God. I'll say. That is a brilliant idea, dude. I love love that idea, dude. Mm-hmm. I also love how in this chapter, like adding back to to the despair. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Um, 
it 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 does a really good job of giving everyone their moment before death you know yeah. what i mean where some moments are really fleshed out like ryusui and his conversation with Zeno. other moments are just characters going out doing what their role is like specifically designed for them to do like taiju doesn't really get too much dialogue before he's taken out but he mm -hmm. runs right in front of the initial fire and then mm -hmm. gets blown up like that's all taiju needs for his like like send off you know yep. in this chapter obviously if taiju was actually going to die you'd probably want senku there you know what i mean and uh can't remember old girl that that taiju loves can't remember her name off the top of my head but you probably oh, yeah. want you know by the way where oh yeah she's in corn city yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's right that's right but still if, if this was an actual taiju send-off chapter you'd probably want senku and everyone around but the fact that like i feel like these people genuinely aren't dead even though it, they're set up to be being killed in this chapter i think that for what it's doing these are beautiful send-offs for everybody yes you mm -hmm. know what i mean and to fit all of that in a chapter you know is while still having that narrative flow feel um gradual and right you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's really impressive by by Riichiro to give everyone the screen time they need in between all of the art and all mm -hmm. of the events of the chapters is huge dude this is a big cast you know yeah absolutely yeah um another person I'm i'm not seeing in most of the chapter is chrome i mean like chrome is in the chapter but i think the last page he's on is is 16 um when he's with kaseki like trying to frantically you know perfect yep. these diamonds and, yep. and you don't see him 17 so chrome's 18, gonna be 19. the mvp my guy i i mean the alternative is that he was in the hut that got exploded like no! so on on page on page 20 senku is he's it looks like he's running away from a grenade but he's actually running to Save where Kaseki. the grenade is going yeah because yeah. the grenade is going to kaseki and mm. and chrome and so he was able to save kaseki but where's chrome oh no <laughs> you know? but you you would never kill someone like this off page off right. screen so like um right. maybe i don't know like maybe he's safe especially when everyone else is getting full body blown yes. apart shots you yes. know what i mean like ryusui mm -hmm. though my favorite my fave Ooh. my guy bro going out with the biggest grin on his face getting a mm -hmm. fucking bullet straight to the chest mm -hmm. but mm, you know what i mean like what if i just love characters like him yep mm. love Damn. that love that love that page love that that spread mm -hmm. oh my god but dude we have i went into this review like not knowing what to think and you just put so much hope into <laughs> me bro with good, this char good. with the the char is necessary mm -hmm. need that bro that'd be wild that'd be that'd be something for sure yes because then, uh, otherwise ooh. yeah because like that that's really the only way it makes sense for them to get the medusa working in time to freeze them in these near-death states yes. you know what i mean yes. because otherwise it, it I, it's just gonna feel so weird if they legitimately die they have this crazy tactical firefight with stanley and the remaining protagonists left somehow beat them you know without mm -hmm. activating the medusa or something and then figuring it out after the fact with like three percent of their brain power and then making right. the medusas work and then freezing everyone and then reviving them and they all come right. back like like no no like no. that's not that's not how it can go you know what i mean like time is of the essence this is mm -hmm. the only way to make it make sense inside of the time frame that they have in in that sense there's only two options you know what i mean like all yeah. these people are dead all these people yes. are legit dead taiju's dead you know tsukasa's dead 
or they are going to succeed in making the Medusa next chapter. You know what I mean? And like, the only way no they time. can succeed with making the Medusa... I mean, they do have Senku there, but it is mm -hmm. very high stress, and they were not close. And by, the lab is blown up. They the just lab the lab they up. working. Yeah, and yeah. they were not close to figuring it out. It has to be what you said, bro. There is literally... Or, or they just figured it out. Or they just figured like, it out like, like right before the attack yeah, happened, yep, and we just didn't yep. see that light yep. bulb moment. And so, sure. like, Chrome, like, say, Senku runs over um he's like yo we gotta bounce there's a grenade right now like right yeah. and, and like and chrome is like like almost like a visual like yes like a thumbs up with a guy like, i got it <laughs> but he but he but he runs the other way he runs the opposite direction oh. as as chrome and kaseki um and he's like building it right now or something you know what that I mean? hypothetical like, oh. scene just gave me like chills bro like yeah, just seeing yeah. chrome with the ting, you know what i'm saying yeah, with yeah. the mm, bro oh Whew. man i've never been so I feel like I've been saying this a lot actually in the last couple of months, but I don't. I, I, I'm just gonna say it again. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I was so excited for the next chapter of something. Like, I mean, this this is definitely a, a time to say it, right? Last yeah. last chapter, we were both like, "Holy shit!" Like, yeah. <laughs> like I need next chapter now, yeah. and this did not get any less tense. I don't. I don't <laughs> I'm not satisfied at all. So I need it immediately, like yes. next week. You know what I mean? So like, woo, damn. Oh my god, so much, and I don't. I don't. I don't even mm -hmm. think I have anything else really mm -hmm. to talk about with the chapter is pretty straightforward yeah but like wow dude <laughs> i think i think I, give, I think i give dr stone chapter of the week for this absolutely i mean this is this yeah. is as as you were saying earlier it's this, it's phenomenally well done yes. it's very rare to go this hard especially yes. for such a like a campy manga so right bold. like as we've been saying yeah, so yeah it's, it's super bold it's super like, bold yeah like this is and if it's and 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 we, and we know that Richiro has a plan for this even though it's very hard for us to see it. I think that you have mm -hmm. a really good idea, but like, it's so crazy how he went this route to go this bold, you know, what mm -hmm. I mean? and for the, for the, for the answer to not be obvious. So it gives us that anxiety and that uncertainty because we want to see him succeed with the writing in this, mm -hmm. but like, this is, you got to play this close fam. Like there's got, there's really got to be only one way this goes. And it's, obviously the way Riichiro is going to write it, but just mm -hmm. knowing that like there aren't many options is just so nail bitey. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, God. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. But yeah, I'm good. I'm good on Dr. Stone this week. Yes, likewise. Okay, getting into Mashal, Magic and Muscles, chapter 54, Mash Burn Dead and the Rampaging Serve. Oh my what? God ridiculous chapter in some yes. ways but great great chapter I, yes. I really really enjoyed it for yes sure. this is um this is like one of the, this is what i praise um komoto for the mm -hmm. most mm -hmm. is his way to invent these ridiculously funny and badass at the same time strength feats for mash you know what i mean yes. like all the time you know and and i was uh i think i've talked about it in in this review before but i always want to assume mangaka have plans you mm -hmm. know what i mean um for their stories and all their hardest hitting moments mm -hmm. you know um are, are thought out thoroughly you know yep. and shit and it, and it most likely is for mashal still especially at this point because it is still so new but mm -hmm. and it might always be this way i don't know but i don't know what's cooler like komoto having all of these hilarious strength feats planned out you know what i mean or mm -hmm. him like just always just coming him being able to come up with these things like on the fly you know what I mean? right, like, right i don't know <laughs> i don't like because that dude pulling out an iron wand and literally sculpting it without heat is just like one of the 
cool like one of the tightest things i've ever fucking seen bro and for sure like, for if, this sure. Is, if this is an off the top komodo like all right how's he gonna deal with this let's give him a mm -hmm. tennis let's make him make a tennis right like if you just come up with that like that's so fucking good bro yeah you know but sure. also at the same time if you just have all of these on deck mm -hmm. you know what i mean throughout your entire series that's even, that's even more that's that's really impressive too i don't know definitely definitely <laughs> yeah yeah but um another thing is i love how even though these enemies that we see always seem to kind of be one-offs mm -hmm. um they always get really cool uh or poetic dialogue like before yeah. they, before they go out it, which makes me think that they're going to be recurring characters that come back and yep. maybe join the team and or, or mm -hmm. at least influence the plot you know mm -hmm. significantly thereafter but it, it seems like now that this dude's been beaten he's just going to be like swept to the side this dude was a piece of shit he didn't really have any reason for us to sympathize with him at all or mm -hmm. anything like that but now like kind of like subtly through this dialogue i'm kind of like starting to fuck with this character a little bit to the point yeah. where i don't want him to just be knocked out and be done now you know what i mean right. like and and komoto does this like you'll introduce yes. a piece of shit oh you're you're getting mash is gonna fucking throw you in a headlock and throw you off the fucking bridge and we're never gonna <laughs> see you again that's what mm -hmm. i want to happen to you mm -hmm. but then by the end of their arc it's like okay yeah you got what you deserve but like come back sometime maybe bro right. you know it's like kind of how i feel about it <laughs> let, I, I i totally agree with you and yeah. i think there's a great example in this chapter um go to page five right so there's a really interesting panel on page five that i think ties very well into this mm -hmm. the middle panel where i guess on the top he's saying like you know i've got to honor someone uh the fact that someone as strong as you exists yes. in this world where everything is but a haze to me and, yes. and we see the world from carpaccio's perspective right and it's blurry it's blurry and, and he can barely see what's going on and then you you think about his eyes right his mm -hmm. eyes look so unique yeah. um and so i was thinking um what if what if the goddess statue is actually what is causing his vision to be like this right and mm -hmm. and from birth he's always seen the world like this because if, if you think about it um in some cases say if you're like a really bad hangover or yeah. maybe the light is really bright but light can be painful right yeah and so what if the goddess statue is permanently blocking some light from entering his eyes as a part of his overall damage reduction? Oh, and like, then, a, like, a, like a condition that he just doesn't know about. Yeah, right, like, right. Oh. He, 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 thinks, he thinks the world is blurry, but really it's the goddess statue like kind of um, taking away some of the light from his eyes. So like mm. it just looks blurry, but really it, he, it's the goddess statue interfering. So mm. boom, page 14, MASH obliterates the goddess statue it's completely destroyed yep. then page 15 his eyes eyes bottom left it's clear he sees oh. clearly mash about to obliterate his head with this tennis racket <laughs> what if what if mash unlocked his sight his eyesight and now he's going Yo. to get up he's going to get up from this fight and be like holy shit i can see and yeah thank you well, either way, this is a life-changing experience for him. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. clearly <laughs> his entire, like, life just 180 in a moment. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think that he's going to have um, a newfound appreciation for MASH either way. But just to mm -hmm. add that, being like, holy shit, I can see clearly now this statue's gone. It's like, I didn't mean to make that a pun, but... <laughs> <laughs> I can see clearly now the statue's gone. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, no, yeah, like, I feel like either way, he's, like, liberated in some kind of way, and he's gonna be like, yeah. I love this MASH guy, but mm -hmm. the way that, this is really cool, what you just said, the way that I interpreted this was way different, I saw mm -hmm. it, um, Tell me. I've gotta honor the fact that someone as strong as you exists, dot, 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 in this world where everything is but a haze to me, 
the way that I kind of interpreted that is I've never had to worry about anything. I kind of just like go through life in a haze in a day haze because it's like I can't take like what like I've never been scared. I've never felt pain like I can't um, like really um, relate to anybody that I know. Right. You know what I mean? Even even your efforts are like almost um, tarnished because like who cares how much work you put in? Like you're going to be protected at the end. So exactly. Yeah. Like even inside of the things that he's accomplished, he probably doesn't Mm -hmm. feel too great about on the inside because it's like I didn't risk anything to accomplish this. You know what I mean? So I was see, I was thinking like now this strong dude is here that is for the first time kind of made me um, kind of feel not 100% confident. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I have to acknowledge this dude because he's given me like my first like glimpse of like what it, like what it really means to be alive, really. He probably yeah. like doesn't even know what life is mm-hmm. <laughs> because he's never feared for his mortality a single time in his life you know what i mean for any mm-hmm. to any degree that's kind of yeah. how i interpreted that but it no, makes sense but i love but you know how i love my power system shit, bro so yeah if, if the if the statue was was blinding him to some degree in order to give him damage redirection to this effect mm-hmm. then yes give me more power system depth over like symbolism and sure sure you know, <laughs> well i don't know maybe not over maybe maybe they could both exist you know what i mean yeah, but yeah, like yeah, still yeah. like like, I really like that idea, especially mm-hmm. when you tie it all together with his eyes being drawn differently after the statue breaks. Like, that right. really sets the theory off, bro. Like, I love For sure. that. Mm-hmm. Mm. How could he? You really want to learn what pain feels like? <laughs> I'll help. And I love how I love how Komoto switches back and forth from giving mash really badass dialogue in well-drawn mm-hmm. panels yes. and giving him really badass dialogue in really low detail gaggy panels yep, and vice yep. versa with the comedy you get comedy and gaggy panels and you get comedy in really high detail panels too yes yes and uh i was just talking with um our homeboy sean on twitter he uh made a post about like his um fan um fan casting for um anime uh uh, production companies for like specific manga that don't have anime yet and he's like what do you guys Ah. think of my my list and he had um can't remember what he had for mashal exactly but the conversation was someone said well that'd be weird because there'd be a whole bunch of sakuga going on you know inside of a gag series and i'm like no we want that because Mm -hmm. that's how it happens in the manga you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like you get these low detail gag panels you know that lead into these drastic page turns with like some of the best art and jump you know what i mean like you want to see that in anime form you know what i mean where it's really low detail and then sakuga you know what i mean to to represent these amazing double spreads and like i think that that is the the, the dynamic you want in the anime because that's how it happens in the manga Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm but um no that's a great that's a great point that's that's exactly the style the theming of 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 mashal right Yeah, yeah like page page 15 he's i'll help and he's drawn all you know funny or whatever and then yeah. page 16 Boom. immense immense detail badass as hell you yes. know what i mean yes exactly. I, I love i love like this um page 16 where he just obliterates this dude's forehead e- even finn is like oh that was a bit extreme yeah like, <laughs> i was sitting here thinking about it he's like you want to learn what pain really feels like i'll help and then you bash him over the top of the head and knock mm-hmm. him out in one shot he didn't feel any pain at all he doesn't even oh, know sure. what hit him <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, this motherfucker is, you might have killed this man. You might have killed him. <laughs> yeah, that's not pain, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Shoot. Hell, yeah, dude. And then, of course, the wholesome feels. 
towards the end of the chapter here, mm. you know, where, and, and it, it makes perfect sense. Like, obviously when he's going to go say, I'm sorry, you're like, shut up, Finn. You know what I mean? <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, from his perspective, we got a lot of his internal monologues. We got a lot of his, his emotions in this arc from his perspective it makes total sense mash had to come save me again you know what i'm saying yep. like yep. Uh, you know i i couldn't do shit you know so it makes sense for him to try to apologize here but then for mash to be like nah bro you helped me out in a way that like is completely unrelated to how physically or magically capable you are in this tournament mm -hmm. bro like we're we, this is quid pro quo you know what i mean and like mm -hmm. that's just like so yeah mm, you got mash. strength for the heart baby yes Oh, it feels so yes. good. So whose legs are these at the end? Oh, I didn't even think of those as legs. I mean, it makes sense that they're legs. Yeah. Um, are are they legs? I, I mean, they, they they look really weird. And like, they, say, they say like, weird, say pay, top of 18, top of 18, there's kind of these pillars in the background. Yeah, true. I think those are pillars. True. I think those are rock, very large rock pillars. But if they're not legs, then you don't use this perspective unless someone is looking at them through these pillars. That's that's true. So who who yes, is looking at them, yes, right? That's mm -hmm. that's the same, almost the exact same question, right? Yeah. Right. So that's a good question. Uh, Margaret, I mean, what's what's the mm -hmm. last person you want to see turn up like after a huge battle, right? Like yeah. the next strongest person on <laughs> <Yeah>. the field. <laughs> yes, dude, it could be Margaret. Yeah, mm -hmm. but so okay, so did they they won this um this heat then or or this this exam because well did there... they win? I mean, like so one team I, I i think from my memory that there's three teams and one team is going to get eliminated and the other two teams of three are going to progress so all that's happened here we yeah. haven't even broken carpaccio's crystal oh sure yeah that's um, right so we're our team is you know mash's team and finn um they're still in but i don't think anyone's been knocked out necessarily yeah yeah, yeah you're right because the only the only crystals we've seen break are mash and doubts, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this isn't over. So then right. this is other. Yeah, this is them trying to pull up and and finish the the game or whatever by breaking mm -hmm. their mm -hmm. shit. Okay, so yeah, so this is this is despair in that way because I thought that they were after this they were going to move on to the next thing and that maybe this last panel was set up for someone who's going to be scheming in the next trial sure but sure. i think that this is no this is people sneaking up on them to continue to try to win this trial absolutely mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. or it's doubt and, and now we have the whole squad together and it'll be a cool like three man that's battle. an ominous panel though for it to be it, doubt you know is. what i'm saying like that's like it some is. well some, is it yeah. is it ominous or is it like the cowboy you know going off into the sunset oh, kind of thing sure, right like sure. like kind of a uh sympathetic i don't know like emotional scene or whatever i i do agree like yeah. usually it's this is like a someone's creeping from from the back right yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> and let me see let me just go back through here and see dude yeah. all of the all of the i forget that people are watching this yeah. you know what i mean and then all of these reactions while he's serving up the statue oh yeah another thing okay so last week when we were talking about um at the end of the review like what mm -hmm. do we think is going to happen next week we we at least i thought that because the statue was broken and he like i thought that mash was uppercutting carpaccio into the statue and breaking it Oh. You know, so I thought that the statue was broken as of the end of last chapter. So that's sure. why I thought that now that the statue is broken, he either felt pain 
mm-hmm. as he broke into the statue or now that the statue's broken he's gonna be like damn you broke my statue and then they were gonna start fighting and like he was either gonna flick him once and he was gonna be like ouch right right or they were right, actually right. going to start fighting and he was mm-hmm. gonna be feeling pain but it was gonna be a good fight and he was gonna be like holy shit and it was gonna be like this um this like kintama like style bloody like knockdown you know brawl bare knuckle fight or whatever but no mm-hmm. it it turned into him having another level of the statue you know what right I mean? yeah. which was which was really crazy to see and then it goes on and then once the statue is in this mode it goes on offense yeah so like the fact that we got all of carpaccio's character the way that we had it up until mass showed up and then boom mass shows up beats him up and now the the uh the stand levels up and then mm-hmm. it's instantly wrecked before it really does anything i think this really makes me think that this is going to come back as a recurring character because yeah. like that's a lot for a character plus a transformation just for it to all go into the gag of the the tennis racket thing just for this to be it you know what i mean like i sure. feel like that's a lot you know for i, I feel like carpaccio is very is going to be very significant in the future Sure. I, I, it's a fair assumption. I mean, yeah. on the other hand, it's hard to imagine how to work this character into right. the story because he's so OP, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if he can he, he can stab himself and, and kill another person, essentially, right. um, it's hard to work that in to, to, a, to a battle, generally, right. and, and unless it's against MASH, you know what I mean? Yeah, and especially because Komoto has to introduce characters that are so strong mm-hmm. to the point where, like, if another character like there are just going to be characters that are so strong with their magic that only mash can beat them because he's kind of a hard counter it would be weird mm-hmm. if you know there were like carpaccio for example now can you I, sure there can be someone with enough magic to get through this um statue right but like let's see where am i going with this so if 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 you're going to build up the defense of this statue and the effectiveness mm-hmm. of it to the mm-hmm. point where we're seeing mash kind of exert himself physically more than like we kind of really have mm-hmm. up until this point I'm, I'm trying to remember a time where he kind of kind of had to go this hard before maybe against um the abyss the obsidian yeah, not abyss razor but the obsidian guy the the um innocent zero dude who who made the carbon fi- carbon spiky rocks or whatever oh sure 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 that sure. was a pretty intense battle too that was a really intense battle yeah absolutely so i want to say like it, it would be weird for mash to have to go that hard in all of mm-hmm. these fights just for someone else with magic to have been able to handle this person i feel yeah, like yeah. i feel like what the series is trying to do is show that like yes mash is just that strong you know what Mm -hmm. i mean so if you have characters that are being introduced as op this op because you need to have mash struggle then you're going to have a bunch of characters that end up in this echelon of strength to where it wouldn't Ah. be very compelling to bring them in on the protagonist side because they were introduced as so strong that mash had to struggle to beat them so like what if they're on mash's team now then like this better be end game shit. Otherwise they're just going to steamroll any issue that they have because they're just, they were, Mm -hmm. they were, they were a plot device. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Though. I mean, like now that I think more about it, we're only at 54 chapter 54, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe, maybe by chapter a hundred, we're going to have huge epic battles of like, say like 
Carpaccio versus Margaret versus oh, Abyss Razor God. versus Abel, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> and I, other like, characters that have been introduced since then. Yeah, yeah. Like I think of a third level, third level mage versus a third level mage, yes. right? Like holy yes. crap, that would be an immense battle. True, that's facts. Yeah, and we and you want to know what? We have no way of of guessing the scale right. of what this right. series is going exactly. to be. Exactly. So you never know. Maybe you can work them in as protagonists based on how big mm -hmm. the threats get moving forward. Right. But it's mm -hmm. like, man, are we ever going to see... Like, MASH has taken one hell of a beating, but has always remained super confident no mm -hmm. matter what beating. What is it going to be like when MASH is, like, legitimately on his back foot and, like, worried? You know what I mean? Like, what, are we going to get serious internal monologues of, like, this isn't good? Like, yo, like... I, I always thought my strength could get me through everything, but this time type shit, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, like, what is that going to be? I need that. I need <laughs> that. That'd be so, it'd be so intense. I know. It, like, if we, if MASH is ever brought to that point, that will, I feel like that's something you have to introduce, like, like, you have to be careful with that. Because, like, if you yes, do it too yes. early, then, like, you kind of ruin it. But if you mm -hmm. wait too long... Then, like, when you finally do do it, it's like, okay, this has to be the final battle. Then exactly, you know I mean? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you if you throw it in at like the right spot, then it's like you never really yep. need to revisit it again until the very end, and you already got that like big character moment, you know, from mm -hmm. Nash inside of his gaggy, you know, character type. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh God, I feel like Komoto will kill that. Yes, I totally agree. Yes, yes, man, playing wall rally with a nurse. <laughs> what a spread. <laughs> And and the bottom middle of the spread twelve thirteen like all all the people like yipes like yeah. people are not necessarily impressed by Mash they're almost grossed out by yeah. how powerful he is it's like oh yeah. wow that's yeah. that's that's something like I want to I want to be somebody in this world <laughs> I'm watching <laughs> this shit like uh, <laughs> man what chance do I have type shit seriously <laughs> hell yeah man but I think I'm good on I think I'm good on Mash bro yeah all right getting into Black Clover. Chapter 285, A Hellish Game of Tag. Love this chapter. It's one of my favorite yes. chapters in a really long time. If Dr. Stone wasn't as drastic as it was, I probably would have gave Chapter of the Week to Black Clover for the first time in a really long time because mm -hmm. this, this chapter is like... Tabata kind of like... It, it is still high octane. It is still like a lot of um, fighting. Mm -hmm. But it's like all focused around Noct. Yeah, and and I feel like uh, Noct is just the MVP, bro. Like for real, for like, sure. Noct is 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 such a goat in this arc with everything that he's doing and how Tabata, how much Tabata is focusing on him as a character. Mm -hmm. And I do, and I and and I talk about, um, I kind of complain about how low the stakes feel in Black Clover to me, despite how big the threats are. But mm -hmm. going through this chapter, it made me realize that like Noct alone carries like all of the stakes this art for me you know what i mean Seriously. just just because yeah. of like how much we're seeing of his planning struggling mm -hmm. taking mm -hmm. damage getting his thoughts and feelings off constantly and now going into a super interesting flashback at the end that we can talk about obviously when we get yeah. there but like mm -hmm. inside of um this arc we've we've gotten we've gotten like some we've gotten some um internal character work like done amidst all of the action but it's always kind of like short-lived but like with mm -hmm. knocked you know, and, and a strong example I feel like I have of this is inside of Jack the Ripper. We got that mm -hmm. amazing chapter that focused on him and his flashback into that amazing, you know, triumphant, like, ah, attack on Dante at the end. That shit was fucking everything. But then we go mm -hmm. away from Jack after that. And then when we come back, he's pretty much cooked. You know what I mean? So, right. But with Noct, it's like we get all of this and he stays on screen. So mm -hmm. when we see him struggling as much as he does, it's like I feel, at least for me personally, he carries the stakes that I feel like should be everywhere in the arc. 
but Tabata, and I understand it's a war, you know what I mean? Right. I understand that this is this is a war going on, so you have to switch perspectives, you know, a lot. But where Tabata shines is when he sits down and just focuses on one character for a stretch of chapters, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like inside of all of this knocked business, it's like I really feel the uncertainty and the disparity that this arc is trying to show just in how I like what I think is going to happen to knock and the uncertainty with his case. Is he going to live? Is he going to die? I don't know. 100%. That's the uncertainty that I've been missing inside of, you know, black Clover. Right. And- I, th- I think you, I think you nailed it on the head some somewhere in, in the um, convention of using a lot of knocked in this chapter. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and like it being a flashback, like this is a few minutes before everyone mm-hmm. has arrived. Yeah. So it's like somewhere between um, where, uh Gimodello was like telling Asta like yo like knocked is in a bad spot here guy yeah. we only got to get back there yes. and then like then you know chapters go like seeing how powerful these these high level de- devils are mm-hmm. and then yeah having a whole chapter of knocked i i feel like i've never felt stakes this high in black right. clover exactly. you know what i mean like it actually feels like knocked is going to die right. and he might I, he very well might and, yeah. and I, I would not be surprised in the slightest and it it really feels I'm really feeling it. I'm on the edge of my seat. Yes. For sure. Right. And, you know, and, and you have this world ending apocalyptic, you know, um, calamity on our hands here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm not worried for the world. I'm not worried for, you know, anyone fighting like anywhere else. You right. You know what I mean? Yep. But like Noct is really being written into a situation that feels really desperate and it's yes. being really well done and well handled by Tabata. And mm-hmm. it, it, you know, as much as I wish that I could feel the stakes throughout the entirety of the situation, as long as it's somewhere, like I'm cool. Yes. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like this mm-hmm. is really good right now. And especially inside of all of this development that we're getting for Noct with this Gallus mode. Now we're seeing more of this Ooh. transformation is fucking amazing. I didn't think yes. anything was gonna beat the cat, bro. <laughs> this shit's on the cat for me. I, I think the cat looks cooler, but this is second for me. This this looks cool oh, as hell. Man. Like plague doctor, almost like a like a voodoo. He's got the top hat, like Baron yes. Samedi, you know what I mean? Yes. Like uh, yes. And then the into the plague Ooh. doctor mask, and then yeah. into the talons on the on the hands, Yo. and then into the plating on the feet with yes. the stark blacks everywhere else, yes. bro. Also it's beautiful. Page five. Cock a doodle doo! Yes, you know I mean? bro. This is Rooster Fighter. Yes, this is Rooster Fighter. <laughs> I love that silhouette there, dude. That's just like yeah. so creative. Yeah, and, like just so cool. Tabata, Tabata was really in his bag with this chapter, bro. It's like I don't really care about these demons so much as like you know, as characters. I'm sure we're not really supposed to care about them too much as characters. They literally just keep repeating, kill, break, torment, and other mm-hmm. various. They're cool. Like, they're, they're they're drawn very cool. cool. They're drawn well. I wish that there was a, a villain that I could kind of like attach myself to in this arc. Mm-hmm. That would, I feel like that would really just be icing on the cake. And mm-hmm. it would really like, especially coming out of how much I didn't like the elf arc and, and, and how much shit that I've been talking throughout this arc. If mm-hmm. it, like, and now it's really starting to feel really good. If one of these villains could just get some, some depth and some, I don't necessarily need pathos or anything like that, but just mm-hmm. something to, to just make me, Feel like they're more than just kill robots you know what i mean right. like i'm, I'm yep. just so tired of that like i want to destroy the planet and survival of the fittest you know like motivations you know what mm-hmm. i mean like they're just evil for the sake of it i'm kind of like over that but i just had this thought like yeah. like other series right now say jujutsu kaisen right it feels like pvp say in an mmo style right like it's it's players fighting players this is poe this is this is this PVE. This yeah. this is this is the players just fighting raid bosses essentially, right? <laughs> yeah. so like, 
so yeah, it's it's not that these devils oh had any, God, any an personality analogy. or yeah, yeah. There's there's Yo. there's no there's no motivation of these devils other than I'd like to kill everyone, please, right? Yeah. And of course, you got to stop that. And 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 you can have stakes in knock and you can have you know mm-hmm. you know edge of your seat you know conflicts and stuff but yeah it, 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 would, it would be nice to have someone i can be like yeah I, I wouldn't i wouldn't mind if you lost i guess yeah, like, I don't know, yeah. Like, i'm kind of rooting for you a little bit like right, i just want right. to feel like that like once you know what i mean mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. inside of a inside of right this um this conflict because that adds to the uncertainty it's like not right. only do you have the uncertainty of like our characters going to live are they going to accomplish 20 30 50 percent of their we know we know they're gonna be taken down before they've destroyed the planet you mm-hmm. know what i mean but how much are they going to get away with before right. they're right. defeated you know what i mean mm-hmm. anything at all like what like, right. is everyone gonna walk out of here like okay to a certain you know to a certain degree and it's like if we're not gonna have that then like give me a villain that i can relate with to some degree or, mm-hmm. or or just like attach myself to you in any other way than you need to be defeated you know what I right mean? right but either way we, we got plenty of time here it's not I don't, I don't think it's fourth quarter yet i mean it definitely does feel like we're getting you know towards the the i, I, I don't know where it's going honestly i have no idea right. how much time is left in this arc but it does feel point. like it is um getting towards a climactic point damn honestly, like what, yeah. what what if these what if these high level devils are like they're just meant to be big bads but yeah. the like when lucifero comes out say what if he all of a sudden has some plans has some thoughts you yeah. know what i mean about Love. like you you've yes. kept us down here this whole time yes like ooh, give me I, we, that. We, we, could, we could still get it we could still give get me it. that or you want to know what i just remembered uh buddy um with the glasses that has kind of been like orchestrating oh, yeah. this whole thing what was his yeah, name yeah, norman yeah. or some shit uh um, ah, i forget it some I, some, yeah. some regular ass like yeah, yeah. Like, the, di- uh, the diamond kingdom yeah, you know yeah. scientist mage guy yeah, yeah i yeah. remember him having like a morris i think is actually what it is morris yeah, yes yeah, yeah yes. i remember him having yes. like a you know a regular name like that but yeah he could definitely be molded into Mm-hmm. that villain for me you know mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. arc he's definitely in a very good place too he just needs the focus and the and the writing you know what i mean yes. and i think that tabata has him in a great place for that so i'm excited mm-hmm. for that now that i just remembered bro um the art in this chapter some of the best art like in a whole chapter of black clover <sighs> that i think i i think this might be thoroughly the best art in one chapter in black clover that i remember because man 10 11 spread 10 11 oh spread. my god these grays, Yo. I've never seen these grays. Like, what are yeah. these grays? Like, these are new grays. I feel it like. really makes it pop over the yes. over the stark black of, of the room, and then yes. and then the white, and then the, the white, white of, of, the, of yes. the flames and the ice. It looks really good. Yeah, dude. Oh, and the choreography too. Like, I can follow oh, yeah. everything. It's never been a problem mm-hmm. in Black Clover. And when you really sit and just like follow all of the movements in this double spread, it just mm-hmm. enhances knocked so much, bro. Like For the sure. positioning that Tabata gave him throughout this spread is like just so dynamic and cool bro and like this this dialogue where after he actually ends up attacking one with mm-hmm. um Ek- ekus or whatever Ek- the, the horse equus the, the form yeah. the horse form he's like damn like i knew it my attacks don't even work at all yeah and their magic is endless i can't mm-hmm. even defend with my highest defense guy all i can do is keep evading till i die yes, like bro. that i believe him you know what i mean like yeah. that's that's powerful yeah these are these are such powerful um lines of dialogue to give a character like we've never seen internal monologues like these you know what mm-hmm. i mean like mm-hmm. from characters inside of black clover it's always certainly certainly not believed you know what yeah I mean? like, yeah exactly yeah, you, you might think yeah. you're in a bad spot but your friends are around the corner right. like yami's on the way you yes. know what i mean like yes. you'll, you'll you'll level up in this battle right like 
Noct is a seasoned veteran. He's yes. not leveling up anymore. And you know he's what I mean? exhausting yeah. all of his yeah. his kit. He's literally mm-hmm. dumping the clip and and having no effect. And he's Whew. coming to terms with how it's not enough. You know what I mean? Yep. Like we don't yep. ever like I, I at least I don't really remember too many times where like someone has been this um resolved to or uh resigned to their fate of just losing mm-hmm. and dying, but still mm-hmm. kind of like you know fight like still doing everything they can in, in the meantime like that's cool in, in and of itself but it does always feel like whenever a character is in this kind of position in black clover historically that they're either kind of down on themselves for a second but then go nope burst past my limits whatever the fuck it is it's mm-hmm. always very um short-lived that they're in that pessimistic state but not yes. is just has been pessimistic about this entire situation the whole time and yeah. has been saying like, yep, knew that wouldn't work. Knew this wouldn't work. I'm gonna keep going. Yep. These motherfuckers are way too strong. I don't have what it yep. takes. I'm gonna still do it. I'm gonna still do it till I can't no more though. But like, there's not that, that feeling of the power up is coming. The right. Homeboy is coming. You know what I mean? Like, it's just very, it's just very, it feels real. Like right. shit is like even shit, shit has hit the fan for real inside of this character. Yeah, for sure. Even on page three where he's like talking about Jack, right? He's like, mm-hmm. Jack's going to have a rough time, but I'll just have to bet on him. Right. Like he, it almost feels like he doesn't really believe it's going to work. You know what right. I mean? But it's yeah. like, but what else can I do? I mm-hmm. can't fight all these people at once. I have to rely on Jack here. Ah, yep. uh, OK, yeah. let's do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, man. And Dante's still over here. I thought Dante was going to be on some like you know middle middle uh middle of the fence type shit after the 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 big bads like, oh sure sure out. yeah after like because he looks so surprised and, when, yeah, when so the be- devils came out right yeah. he's like oh shit but he's yeah. like nope yeah yep this yep. is exactly what i was going for baby yeah, yeah this is the world i wanted utter <laughs> which is like and we were talking about villains yeah. trash villain like yeah. absolutely garbage villain but yeah. but it's fine like you know not every villain needs to be like all yes. well hashed out That's and right. like good motivations and stuff but dante is not that for sure let's yeah. let's not have any illusions that dante's a good villain. and i thought that we were gonna get like man we got a couple flashbacks of dante before he was in this situation and i thought that that's where we were going to get some kind of pathos or some kind of mm-hmm. you know um deeper you know character writing for him mm-hmm. and i just don't remember it being anything other than he was I, just like a psychopath, I suck and right? I, like, and yeah. I've always yeah. sucked yeah, yeah you know what i, I mean? like killing people or whatever yeah. like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like damn could have been dante i i do still have hope for xeno xenon yeah, whatever yes, his name is yes i yes. do still have hope for xenon um meg meg meggy kula and vanica was kind of there like i remember thinking that it was cool back when we were getting the the vanica versus noel chapters that we mm-hmm. kind of got a little bit of vanica's motivation she's and that she's like apocalypse from x-men or sure. just like survival of the fittest if you're not strong enough to live then fuck you you know type mm-hmm. shit but if you are strong then i like you you don't usually see that inside of like female characters that right, that, that right. motivation or that outlook you know what i mean so like that was cool but then mm-hmm. like that unique was just anyway, like yeah. that was unique but it was, that was just like the end of her death yeah you know what right, i mean right. so i was like okay whatever that's fine but there's still z there's still xenon here you know yep. what i mean and he's clearly seems to be the overarching big brain player of the mm-hmm. whole thing where tabata yep. kind of had dante in the forefront so i love that subversion i just need it to need i need tabata to hit that that fastball you know what i'm saying Ka-ching. yeah <laughs> but uh but yeah bro wow so One like then mm-hmm. after after the knocked fight we yeah. get this like at the end of the knock fight it's yeah. like i like this dialogue in 14 right like the fact i can't forgive you and your unjust evil is why i'm alive and then it goes right into the flashback so i'm right. like ooh, damn yeah. like do, do you have some deeper 
like connection to devils that like we don't even know of yet obviously mm-hmm. he's like he's super good with the devil union yeah. having four devil contracts or whatever right um but like is is devil are devils like related to his backstory in some way you know what i mean yes or is it besides dot 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 totally separate subject i don't mm. care if i die anyway but let's talk about this flashback because it's super interesting the flashback is crazy because it's like holy shit like this is subversion i was not um expecting mm-hmm. you know what i mean obviously you never really expect this kind of stuff but like i wasn't ready for it to be like yeah he's a twin and yeah he's not the one that like looks like knocked in this flashback until the very end when he's like he's like yami's talking to the to the blonde one and he's like knocked he like calls him right. knocked and it's so, like okay so wait so now this one is the knock that we have in the war the this blonde dude smoking is the knock that we have in the war right now and he just like eventually adopted his brother's look for I, some reason it could be like it could be that there, or do there's you only two think options. that the one that looks like knocked in this flashback is the knock that we have in this arc right now so I, I think the I think that what we're meant to think is that the one that looks like knocked like looks 100% like knocked is knocked right yeah. but back then he went by uh, Morgan mm. and then some for some reason that we'll learn in the flashback yeah he took up his brother's name I think because he dies I think because this sure. one that looked like knocked the one that looks like knocked in the flashback probably dies and then because remember okay the first time that we found out that this brother situation was a thing mm-hmm. um we talked about this and we talked about mm-hmm. how um I think I had an idea that knocked maybe had the good brothers you know outlook but then something happened to him so then he adopted that outlook moving forward and is carrying you know that will and he was like man you were all about rules and by the book and whatever and i was very rebellious blah 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 blah, mm. blah. and then that um rebellion inside of this you know david bowie looking knock <laughs> you know that rebellion got his brother killed so then he's like "Shit, man i suck and now to to pay respect to that brother he takes on his ideals of proper by the book pro-establishment thinking and took up his aesthetic as well to kind of like pay respects is kind of right. how i is kind of how i'm taking it i i, I guess to reiterate right yeah. there's two options one the black-haired knocked in the flashback mm-hmm. who is called morgan yes in the flashback takes up his brother's name for some reason or the knocked the the person who's blonde in the flashback who's named knocked in the flashback takes up his brother's aesthetic for some reason in the flashback so it's it's really a question of which of these twins is alive right right now right like (laughs) it's and and i i don't know man i know this is good stuff since 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 the blonde one has like this bad boy look like david bowie oh my god (laughs) david bowie from labyrinth i guess labyrinth david Um, bowie yes exactly um but since since he has this kind of bad boy aesthetic Mm -hmm. that i guess to me is like okay like maybe devil related so that's why he has four devil contracts and Mm. that is knocked like knocked knocked like knocked from the past is knocked from the future Mm -hmm. but he wanted to fill in for his brother or yeah take up his take up his you know goodness or whatever like he something bad happens we took up his brother's not just his 
goodness but his looks right yeah. for some reason mm -hmm. uh, but i mean i could also see like it could also be where this is the yeah, yeah. morgan is the noct that we have right now in the story right. and this rebellious brother died yeah and then he took the name noct and mm -hmm. really went steadfast in his um by the book approach and pro-establishment approach because the rebellious nature of his brother got him killed yes yes one of those two either yeah. I, I don't think we can know necessarily and the name swap so interesting like what an interesting technique yes, from so tabata good. right like so, like this is this is like this is what i want from tabata like all yes. the time you yes know what i mean like not, like all this action stuff is whatever but mm -hmm. like I care about this so much more than the war right now, bro. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, like, I, like more like, like Tabata is so good with these characters. Mm -hmm. He can write the shit out of these characters and these subplots and shit like that, but just wants high octane action in our face all the time. And it's like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. let it breathe, bro. Right. I like, I like, I love what you're doing here. These fights are amazing. This choreography is incredible. The, the, everything about your art is no complaints, but like, come on, man. Let's get some, like, let this breathe. Like, yeah. and, and it is, you know what I mean? And, like, mm -hmm. hopefully, you know, th like, this is where we kind of, like, sit for a little bit to cut up this this action, you know what I mean? And really drive home some more things other than threats and, and, and like, right. you know, bombs going off, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I, yeah, I would I'm like to think excited. that, like, yeah, I, I would like to think that breaking up the biggest battle ever in Black Clover, right? The hugest battle, the hugest stakes. The biggest abilities breaking up that like which is like pure action that everyone wants you know yeah. most people who read in black clover want this pure action it's great to break that up for a flashback this flashback i hope is going to be fucking peak oh yeah peak storytelling you know what i mean yes. like it better be fucking peak i, I i'm i'm hopeful i'm, hopeful. I am so I'm gonna hopeful. Get some, we're gonna get some good shit here i'm confident because that jack flashback was fucking amazing yes and yes. It, and you know we so we know top has got it he, he could definitely, and Noct, I feel like, is a character that means a lot to Tabata. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, definitely. He's getting huge focus this arc. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, Tabata's got something ready, you know, for this motherfucker, bro. Like, if, if the mm -hmm. Jack flashback slapped that hard, this Noct flashback is going to be different. Yes. As fuck, bro. And I cannot wait for it. Likewise. Yeah, man. But, yeah, I think that's, I think that's all I had for Black Clover, though. Yeah, me too. Okay, My Hero Academia. Chapter 305, Izuku Midoriya and Tomura Shigaraki. Another massive chapter. Yes. Um, and this is uh, this is very, like, we, we the whole chapter yeah. is very in line with, you know, some of the ideas we were having last week, right? Yes. About, like, what was that question? What is this question? Can you kill Tomura Shigaraki, right? Like, yeah. I, th I think we were pretty much on, you know what I mean? We were, we were really close. So, like, very because, close. because I think what we were talking about last week is that she's either asking because she wants him to mm -hmm. and wants to see if he has it in him right now to do it right or because she wants him to say like yeah i can but like let's get him out of all for one and then kill all for one and like she mm -hmm. was like testing him to see like that's the answer i want but it looks right. like what we get is she was asking him because she wanted him to give the answer that he gave because mm -hmm. they all agree that shigaraki after the shared space is someone who needs to be taken out of that situation you right know I to mean? be saved yeah, yeah, yeah to yeah. be saved if we can if we yeah, can save yeah, him if yeah we, if we can yeah absolutely and i love mm -hmm. how the line of dialogue in here you know from from deku you know is like hey man maybe 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 he does gotta die you know what i'm saying right, like right. but 
like I'm, I'm gonna try to save that motherfucker first yes. you know what i mean and if the yes. time comes i don't know what i'll do but it's mm-hmm. it's cool to hear that um that that's a possibility that's on, that's on the table you know what mm-hmm. i mean because like this is uh the, the contention in the community for my hero academia as far as like the this theme and um does shigaraki deserve to die does saving him you know damn x amount you know of future people you know what i mean because repeat offenders and what Mm -hmm. if he's not reformed and how many people did you just kill by saving him instead of killing him these are complaints that like you see inside of the batman community because this is a huge complaint um for batman a lot of people like to compare deku and batman storytelling Hmm. you know um recently um, i feel like a lot more than 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 I, than because I of this exact yeah, situation because of, right because like, of this because this yeah. is like this is like the situation batman's villains are too heinous they're too um far gone they're too incorrigible to mm-hmm. hope for reform for stop throwing them in arkham right because you know that their security is trash and they're gonna <laughs> fucking break out and kill a thousand people like mm-hmm. like why are you um saying that the joker's life is more important than you know x amount of gotham civilians that you live to protect you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like you you you're not dumb batman you know so like Mm -hmm. that's the argument is how many people is batman killing through his inaction so now you have this situation is is shigaraki too far gone are you killing people by saving him you know what i Mm -hmm. mean so it's really cool to see the arguments but what's great inside of my hero academia is that they do acknowledge that inside of the main character where he's like hey man i might have to kill this motherfucker you know what i'm saying and I don't know what I don't know what I'm gonna do when that moment comes. But as of right now, just know that I'm like I'm a I'm a shoot with y'all. Like I'm a shooter, but like I'm gonna try to do it the best, most all might symbol of peace way possible. And that's mm-hmm. what everybody wanted to hear in here. You know right. what I'm saying? And you even get fucking all might's visage crying, crying bro. Yo. Oh my god. <sighs> so powerful. So powerful. Like he's like he's like like crying tears of joy like yes like yes yes, i picked i picked the right one like all of my efforts my entire life keeping the flame alive keeping heroism alive i picked literally the perfect person like yes yes Yes. oh if deku would have been like if deku would have been like fuck y'all kill him did you see what he did yeah they, yeah. they probably all would have been do like, you, shit. Do you know what I was trying to do? Like, yeah. I, I, I tried. Yeah. I, I don't know how, I, I'm sorry I failed, but like, you know, I, I'm not, I'm going to, tr- I'm a strike first next time, yeah. baby. Like, yeah. you know, like, like imagine no, their like, reactions. Yeah. They'd probably be like, oh no, Deku, oh, no. dude. <laughs> oh man, chill. Like, and then you probably get <laughs> Toshinori's visage crying for a different reason. You know no. what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, Deku, what? You have his visage doing a face palm, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but dude, you want to know what? One thing that makes me excited um, about this chapter, and we could talk about all the the amazing Mm -hmm, poetic mm -hmm. like depth and everything, but what I love is that it shows um, these two that have had their head against their face against the yes, I want to talk about this. Yes, and it's like, dude, this image training might be real. You know what I'm saying? Like this might be like, hey, Deku needs y'all's quirks now. Come on, y'all need to come out here. We got him in a coma. You know what Mm -hmm, I'm saying? It's mm -hmm. time. For that image training, bro, we need this motherfucker in in spick and span by right. the time he wakes up. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I totally agree with that. I think it yeah. will happen. But here's my question, and I and I do have a thought here. But my question is, why are they against the wall? 
right? Yeah. Why are they facing the wall? Right. Here's my thoughts. This this is obviously the second and third, right? Yeah. The, the, this, this is the two direct descendants after the first, um, all, all for one user. Yeah. And uh, yeah, all for one. Um, no, one for all. One, one for, for all. all. Mm. One for all. It's Cut. hard. It's tough. It's, it's, it's always been hard yeah. from the very beginning. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. anyway, why do these two have their heads against the wall? I think it is because they actually disagree. Mm. They they think they we should kill Shiggy because they were around in the worst time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. They were around in the time when all for one was fully realized. Was fully realized, yeah. taking over the country, people dying. The fourth, the fourth, the one who had the cracks on his face, right? Mm -hmm. He was like, my time was a different time. Like yeah. I basically had to be a hermit. You know what I mean? And I think the second and the third also know that they were in the heat of it in the shit in the in the in the worst of it yeah and so i think they actually disagree with the rest of the group now they i, I think they will shame. come around i thought they were like ashamed of something like they maybe oh. were like the, the two shadiest users of one for all before that Ooh. symbol of peace outlook was really established inside of one for all successors like maybe I mean? they kind of worked alongside all for one a little bit or maybe they just or maybe like it, you know because we have this very black and white you know morality situation established by kind of all mm -hmm. might and his symbol of peace but like maybe they come from a time where heroism was a lot more gray and these laws sure. weren't established and they maybe had to like you know they were a little bit shadier you know what i mean than than their uh their um the subsequent successors you know what I mean? right and, right and, right and they and at least that's kind of just where my mind went that they were just ashamed of like who they were or had to be in the time that sure. they were heroes compared to everyone else in this council. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So that's kind of like where I went there with that. But for sure, I love what you're talking about right now. And right. I think I, I think that that's I think I like that idea more than mine, actually. No, I mean, it, it's both. I think both are good. Because I think you want yours... that contention. You want that infighting because that yes. adds to the yes. drama. You know what I Absolutely. mean? Absolutely. And, and, it, and, it, and it leans into the the moral blurriness Mm -hmm. you know of, of the situation the, of the yeah. situation in the series in general right yeah. mm -hmm. right them being ashamed that's that's a good line i, I like this idea mm -hmm. this i think plays into say page four where the fifth um black whip guy right yep. the fifth is saying like the first people that all for one tried to steal the quirk from was yep. me and my successor right mm. so the second the third the fourth he never tried to get them, right? Um, it could be because the fourth, obviously, a hermit. Yep. There was no opportunity to do so. The second and third, maybe the second and third were actually working with, or not necessarily directly Holy with, shit. but like yeah. in the same direction, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like caught up in the fervor of, yeah. of, you know, liberation of quirks and quirk users and that kind of stuff. Oh, and like no. maybe regrets, regrets, as you're saying, yeah. some decisions they made back in the day, right? Right, yeah. Damn, bro. And, and then something the... something mm. about the the progression eventually all for one realized like oh shit like that quirk is getting beefy i'm, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna need me some of that and then and then, <laughs> yeah. then then started with the fifth user uh trying to steal it mm -hmm. yeah this is very interesting man very very curious like i'm so curious man i just need the next chapter bro and i love how it feels like we're going to stay inside of this space until this plot point is like wrapped up you know, Ooh, at least I, I hope, hope so. I hope so. I hope you know so. I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like we just came out of hella conflict that went right back into more conflict inside of the Tartarus um, mm -hmm. breakouts and the, and mm -hmm. the other jail breakouts. Then we kind of like chilled for a little bit and got some Todoroki family stuff. You know what I mean? So if we're going to continue that trend of like the wind down after huge conflict, then it makes sense for us to stay in this visage space. 
mm-hmm. or in this uh, successor space. And mm-hmm. at least to me, you know what I mean? Like, this is what the street's been waiting for. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is everything right now, you know? Yes. Like, please yes. stay here. <laughs> Hell yeah. God damn. Ooh, man. Let's see what else we got here. This, um... The biggest page for me, honestly, is when, like, is uh, the, this this 10 and 11, man. When Shigaraki's consciousness invaded one for all, when he was focusing so hard on his own dream, I felt it inside all that rage. I felt a little boy crying. And then Man. Nana's like, damn, that's my yes, grandson. Nana. Yeah. Nana's panel, the, the lines up and down, like she, her yeah. soul dropped. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. because, ooh, she, ooh, yeah. oh, powerful, powerful. Because this wow. is the start of Nana hearing the answer that she wanted from Deku. You know what I mean? Yes. Because she knows that she has um blood and emotional ties to shigaraki she's mm-hmm. the one like yo can you kill my grandson you know so that you know and especially after everything deku's been through you know nana obviously asking this question it's like i have to ask this from a professional standpoint of like heroism mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. what will you do about this but this is still my grandson you know what i mean right. and i know how i would approach this situation but we have to go with the current successors you know, what you I know mean? Plans, this is, this yeah, is who's in yeah. the driver's seat right now. Exa- right? Exactly. So we got to exactly. see, we got to know, like, we got to know some things. We can't just lay our, put our emotions on our sleeve. We have to test this man and ask him, how is he going to go about this? And not only did he provide the very professional, heroic answer, but he also provided the very compassionate, human Deku answer. You know what I mean? And that is exactly what Nana, this is the start of her realizing this is the one right now. Deku is is the one, you know? Now, I, I agree with that. I, I do I yeah. do think that is part of the emotion of that panel. Yeah. But I think another part of the emotion of that panel is that this is her grandson that we're talking about. And she admitted earlier in the chapter, right? Like, mm-hmm. I abandoned my family. Right. And I created Shigaraki. Mm-hmm. And him saying... I felt a little boy crying is saying to the grandma, your grandson was crying because of you. Mm. And so she, I think part of it also is her being like, just having it reiterated to her, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, fuck, like, damn, you're right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. wow. but I think, I think also part of what you're saying, hundred percent, like that she's like, on the one hand, like, God damn, that sucks. I did that. Right. But yes. also like, oh yes. Like, yes, he's picking the right, he's going the right direction. Yes. yes. And I love how on this page, it, it, it um, rehashes all of Deku's past conflicts and what he took away from them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You have Muscular, yes. Chisaki, and Stain. Mm-hmm. And he could tell that they were all fighting for something that they believed in, but he, they weren't, he wasn't able to sympathize with them. He didn't, it was, it, they refused to back down. He didn't get an emotion, you know, a moment of conversation yeah. like he got with Gentle. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And he's like, I never understood. There's no time. What, I never understood what made them turn out that way. I could tell that they genuinely were passionate and genuinely believed that what they were doing was the right thing, but mm-hmm. they were just enemies at the time and it was war and I had to I had to beat their ass, you know what I'm saying, before yes. I found out what made them this way. But I got to talk to fucking gentle and and brava and bravada or la brava, you know what I mean? And and that's why he's like, if I had no, you know, if I had had that conversation, maybe things would have worked out differently, like right. what he took away from Gentle and, and LeBron. Mm-hmm. And I just love that rehashing yes. of his past conflicts going into why he's making this decision that he's mm-hmm. making. Right. I didn't get a chance with Chisaki, Muscular and Stain to really see what was going on. And then you turn the page into this, you know, parallel of Deku and Shigaraki as children. And it's mm-hmm. like, this is the root of what Deku wants to find out about these people why they are this way he is like living um reformation you know mm-hmm. inside of this society as a character you know mm-hmm. what i mean and it's through his analysis 
of these characters that he can find out why people are this way. And this is the, exactly the kind of research the number one hero should do, because if you're gonna change society from the inside out, you need his platform, and you need to make sure that he's actually the kind of person that you want changing the world in general. Yes, you know what I mean? yes. And yep. it feels so good to know that Kohei has this plot line masterfully planned out and prepared so yep. that whenever things might seem like they're kind of going off the rails in my hero academia we all know that it comes back to this continuity and it feels so mm -hmm. good every time you know what i mean i you are just literally spitting right now like i love i love that and yeah. and i think this that that double down ties into how um Deku wanting to save Shigaraki is the correct decision. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and we've and we've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. How how like if you're trying to change hero society, yes. you can't just kill Shigaraki. You can't just lock him up. You know right. what I mean? Like that's like that's the society that created him. You know exactly. what I mean? Like that that's exactly. that's literally the mindset that created Shigaraki in the first place. Right. And and so getting getting back to the whole history of heroes, right? Hero society and how you know like oh you you select group of heroes, you can use your quirks, but all the rest of y'all can't. And if you do, you're villains, like literal yeah. villains, right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. so like that that I think perfectly ties it together. And yes. how yes, Deku Deku is not only we know going to be the number one hero. He's not only going to change the world, but we know he's going to change the world already because he already is approaching the situation from the root, yes, all the way down to the, the root, roots. All the way down yes. to the root. He's seeing, and, and this goes into um, Gojo's philosophy of mm -hmm. inside of Jujutsu Kaisen. He's like, I'm mm -hmm. strong enough to literally kill all of these higher ups that are, you know, causing these issues that I have with society. But right. like, people will just look at that and go, oh, so he just had all the power and just decided his outlook was the best and just wiped away everyone who thought differently than him. Now you have, you know, people taking up the ideologies of the people he murdered and, mm -hmm. and doubling down on this outlook right. on exactly. society. Exactly. So Gojo goes, you want to know what? I'm just going to teach the next generation to be as strong as me with my outlook so that like everyone just decides this is the way things should happen. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to just assassinate people. Everyone will just adopt this ideology because I'm raising strong people who share this outlook. You yeah. know what I mean? So, and inside of Deku, he's not like Gojo obviously, but he has all of the, um, he has all of the, uh, he has all of the, I don't know what word I'm looking for right now, but he has all of the, um, he has everything Character he traits? needs. Yeah, he has all ah. the traits. He has everything that he needs to change this mm. world. Sure. And he is the kind of character who will change it for the better. You know what I mean? So it's he has all the like, tools he needs. Yes. Yes. And just killing Shigaraki will just spawn another Shigaraki. Right. Potentially right. worse. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But if you if the world sees that Shigaraki did all of that stuff in that city, and everyone and he's like public enemy number one. And then you show the number or the future number one hero liberating that character, you know, mm -hmm. and and the and and the 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 binds that kept him in that um, evil monstrous state. Mm -hmm. Sure, you can send Shigaraki off to get all the help that he wants and whatnot or whatever, and maybe it's maybe it's all for naught, and maybe he's too far gone. But at least the world saw Deku save this person before mm -hmm. anything mm -hmm. else. You know what I mean? And that is going to speak volumes to society when that happens. You know what I mean? For sure, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But God damn. Another, an interesting phrasing that was used in this chapter, right? Mm -hmm. Where like, um, early on, you know, Deku says like, well, you know, like, I don't know, I, oh no, this is before Deku replies. 
page two or yeah two right um the fifth is like i don't know man like when we were looking at him he didn't really look that way to us he didn't look like he needs saving or whatever right yeah yeah um and then the first the first on page three says that's how he was groomed to use that word groomed you know what i mean yeah. like it's a, i feel like it's a, you know it's an obviously a english word old word but i like yeah. has very specific connotations in yes. the modern day right like right. she she he all for one did groom him from a young age to be like totally different than how he would have normally been otherwise yes. right so yes. like and and to have the first say that right like kind of just sets the sets the um stage for the whole rest of the chapter where it's like it does yeah like it wasn't all, really shiggy's choice you know yeah, what I mean? it all comes back to that word yeah absolutely mm -hmm. wow mm -hmm. even in a sitch like that his eyes were filled with nothing but hate and it's right. like still though but it's like man even and even if Shigaraki like isn't consciously hoping to be saved, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Y'all were there in the in the shared space. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you saw that that motherfucker was in a situation he was not trying to be in. You know what Seriously, I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. whether or not he was riding that wave, you know, and 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 using that fear and you know whatever other negative emotions that showed Deku he didn't want to be there. Whether he was taking that and using it as fuel to continue mm -hmm. his heinous actions like whatever but either way the the bottom line is that there is someone there that does not want to be there you know yeah. what i'm saying and, right and right. i like how i like how all of the um successors don't have the same outlook they don't have mm -hmm. like they all they all kind of want the same thing but they have very different thought processes on this and we yes. see that even though they're not really arguing that's mm -hmm. really cool and really yeah. well done like that makes them all feel so you know, um, individual, yeah. you know what I mean? It could be very easy for them to all just have a hive mind about this, mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? But Kohei is giving them individuality even inside of this shared mind space, which is really fucking cool. I, I wonder like if they have, if, are, are they this old? I mean, like say the first, right? Is, mm -hmm. is, is the first like quote unquote 150 years old or something because he's been around in the shared space this whole time thinking mm. or? like do they have subjective time like that have like say say like nana right nana yeah. knows uh gran torino's alive and, and she's saying like yo like tell him i said hi right like implying that she has at least some cares about outside the shared space right now you're making me think about how fast time moves in this space because if this also works <gasps> as a hyperbolic time chamber yo. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, like, what if, what if time is like barely moving at all in here? Deku wakes up from the coma and he's like five years more mature or something, Yo. right? Like he's like, oh yeah, well, all right, what's the next step, guys? Yo, you know what I mean? Like, so much you're, image training. You're, you're looking great, uh, Bakugo. How are you? How is your family? <laughs> oh my dude, if we see like a drastically different, obviously. Kohei's not going to completely change his character, but yeah, if you yeah, see yeah, like yeah. a drastically different character while him still being the same at his roots coming mm -hmm. out yeah. of this, right. oh my god. <laughs> Bruh, if this is a hyperbolic time chamber and he literally is about to just train in all of these quirks, like, throughout, in, in slower time, oh mm -hmm. man, oh man, I'm so ready for this. I, I would love if there was some exposition about um, that, like, say, say from like the first or something like, mm -hmm. for the record, like time, time does move slower here. Right. So like, <laughs> don't, don't, don't feel like you're wasting too much time. Yeah. Um, but like never is specific. 
right? Yeah, About yeah. how much time passes. And right. then, like, Deku is like, oh, awesome. Like, I'll, I'll take my time then and train. Yes. And then it's, like, way longer than you think. Yeah. Like, like it's like it's not a hyperbolic time chamber that much. So, like, Deku spends, like, say, I don't know, a few months in, mm -hmm. in the space. And it ends up being, like, in a coma for, like, a month or a couple weeks or something. Which right. is a long-ass time in a yeah. coma, right? That's yes. a long time in a coma. And it's, like, yes, really it scary. Is. Yes. So, it's, like... So and, and I feel like anything, anything would be just so fun to read. You know what yeah, I mean? And like, I'm, remi uh, I'm, re I'm remembering Radiant now too, with sure. Seth, like in yep, the in yep. the in the Fantasia space with uh, yeah. with Mir. Mm -hmm, oh mm -hmm. man! Woo, woo. Come on, man! Come on, Kohei! All right, so page seven. Yeah, I love this top panel of Shigaraki with these beautiful uh you know fractured wings yes. or whatever butterfly wings and it's yes. like if that thing grows into the ultimate evil then nobody will be able to stop it and i think that makes total sense because shigaraki already can touch the ground yes. and kill thousands of people in the surrounding area right like that's right and he's only and that's just in, his quirk like, that's just his quirk and, and he's not even that old he's not yeah. even fully mastered it yet you know right, i'm sure right. right like i'm sure he can make it worse and it's like and that is a very good point that like yes uh we should try and save him deku should try and save him and there is that young boy within crying yes but if <laughs> things don't go this the right way we want then we get this we, mothman butterfly Shigaraki. We, we, we gotta shut this down because yeah. this this guy is going to kill people yeah. like really kill people he won't yeah. be like the joker like randomly like you know gassing some people here and there and like, and, like <laughs> yeah no shoot, shooting someone with a bang pistol or whatever right? but, <laughs> yeah. no, this dude's gonna like vaporize tokyo in an instance you know what i mean like it, it, we, yeah. it cannot be allowed you know what i mean yeah and i love this panel because it, it it plays into like previous panels that we've got of him in the cocoon and then there was another panel oh. that we got where they were like we don't want him to like what's gonna happen when he comes out of this cocoon and it showed him like halfway out of it with like barely any wings you know what i mean there's mm -hmm, a panel mm -hmm. like that and then now we get the fully realized butterfly full Ooh. wings and it's just like no we don't you can't let him get there, bro. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, man. It is a terrifying prospect, for sure. Dude, yes, man. And it's like, Kohei's always been so good with mm -hmm. stakes. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. Like, all throughout the series. And that's one part, him just having a brilliant villain atmosphere planned for the series. But then it's also coupled with the exposition on the government and society and how well we understand how laws work. You know, that mm -hmm. goes into the stakes, you know what I mean? Because we have so many things to consider whenever a character makes any decision that goes into it too, you know what I mean? So like thinking about a fully realized Shigaraki on top of everything that this series has established so far, it's like, you're not just thinking about how the heroes are going to deal with that. You're thinking about like what that means, like economically, what that means, you know, societally, you know, as far as like emotions and drama in society goes, like there are so much hinging on anything anyone does in mm -hmm. this series that like Kohei's really built such a living, breathing world in such a small area. You know what I mean? And yeah, the prospect of a fully realized Shigaraki after what just happened is like terrifying. I don't even want to think yeah, it's like goddamn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like heroes are like in such a bad spot right now, dude. <laughs> it's like things are not good in the world man and right. you throw this idea out and it's like man it's like what is shigaraki doing right now just getting tighter in the background mm -hmm. you know what i mm -hmm. mean and it's mm -hmm. like oh how long is he going to be in this coma see you want to know what since time is of the essence in that way i feel like this is going to be a hyperbolic time chamber situation mm -hmm. where deku's only going to be in this coma for like a couple days but he's going to come out swole as fuck 
because that. time moves slow in here and he needs that boost. You know what I mean? What he needs is for one of these people to have a healing quirk. Seriously. Oh, man. Wow. Yes. Yo. The only thing I can even think of that's relevant to these other quirks is like um, like the, the fourth. Wait, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth. No, the sixth. Sorry. The sixth after Black Whip. Mm -hmm. he's, his mouth is hidden. And... And, yep, his mouth is hidden. And then one of the first, the, the second or the third, one of them has, like, um, Ida engines coming out of his yeah. out of his back somehow, yeah, that's right? right. Yep. I don't know if that's, like, his um, his suit, his, like, yeah, his support tech. items, because yeah. his tech, because Nana is in her hero outfit, right? So it's mm -hmm. not like this is just, like, street clothes and your soul or something, yeah. right? Like, mm -hmm. there's, you can have your costume here, so, but yeah. Yeah, I don't and, know, buddy, man. and buddy, if you go to, uh, you go to page five, Buddy with the Bakugo haircut clearly has a bunch of tech. Oh yeah, on, he does yeah. have tech on his hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, something like that. I don't know. Maybe that's part of. He his looks like too. old Bakugo. Yeah, it looks yeah. like he's got like Bakugo gloves and like a Bakugo haircut. Oh yeah, my yeah. god! And then there's that like theory that this is like a time traveling Bakugo or something like that. Have you ever seen? Did you see that? <laughs> no. Oh my god, dude! I like that day on Twitter. I was like, what the fuck is going on in the world right, right. now? Like, you right. really think this is Bakugo in some capacity? What now? If Kohei doesn't, does that, um, doesn't Bakugo get all for one in one of the movies? Uh, yeah, one, he does. one for all, one for all in one of the movies. He does get one for all in one of the movies. Oh, so I, I think that's I, what they I, use too. Oh, I, I no. really, I I liked this chapter partially because um, Bakugo wasn't in it. Right? I was like, yeah. oh, good. That movie not canon. Official not <laughs> canon. He's not in the space. <laughs> Fuck that. Never happened. Cause it, cause it's not in the space, right? Like it's not here. So fuck that. Never happened. Um, but no, but, he, I, yeah, but I, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have that strong opinions. That's just yeah. my like, you know, rough off the cuff opinion or whatever. Yeah. But and like, I don't even know if I understand the theory entirely. I like, like kind of like glanced at it and I was just like, what am I, what am I reading? Eh, oh, sure. Sure. Like, <laughs> yeah. But God, that'd be weird. One, one last thing I had for this chapter. Mm -hmm. um, all of Deku's dialogue in this chapter in the beginning right is yep. it with these um parentheses around because it's muffled yeah because it's muffled right mm -hmm. i just love on the fourteen fifteen spread yes. as he's getting into his bag he's diving deep into what he is as a person who he is deep down as a person his pure hero his ninja way right his he's, ninja. He's, he's 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 laying it all out and as he's laying it out he's not only having the veil removed from his mouth but he's going into a child right as as, yes. as if his childlike idealism is coming to the front and like i i think I, it's just beautiful it's just me, showing right? that like, he's always known exactly what kind of hero he wants yes to be yes supposed to be oh that's beautiful dude like yeah. this is literally the deku that was sitting in a computer uh, rocking his head like yes. Fucking, oh my god yes. yes like uh he's he's always yeah. wanted to be all might he's always wanted to save everyone you know yeah. what i mean uh including shigaraki and i i think it's very beautiful i, is, I think you can take 15 written like idolization admiration you know what i mean like this yes like when you when you keep like deku's changed a lot throughout mm -hmm. this, this manga but to mm -hmm. but to bring everything back to his roots and especially now that we've had we've been having this conversation about deku's outlook being the correct outlook for society mm -hmm. by the end mm -hmm. of this series everyone mm -hmm. will will share this ideology you know what i mean like 
and I feel like it's going to it's going to change. You know, like like All Might has had his idea, and Deku obviously wants to be alive, but we know that Deku can't just be another All Might by the end of this manga. He has to be different than All Might in pretty much every way. In mm-hmm. in my opinion, you know what I mean. Like sure. he can still you know be all might at base but there's got to be deku specific things about his yes, character yes. by the end of the series that everyone understands and looks up to and and um and and assimilates into their own you know outlooks to some degree mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. like he has to be the bottom line standard at the end of this you know what i mean right and, right. It, and it feels so good to know that it's being written at least the way that it feels right now that that same kid from chapter one who didn't know anything besides what he researched in his fanboy, you know, time of his life, that mm-hmm. all of that still is the strongest um, theme, you know what I mean? Yes. And outlook in this series after all out throughout, throughout all of this growth that he's doing all the way that these characters are changing. St- they, some characters start with certain outlooks and with other ones, we see all of these drastically shifting characterizations, but then knowing that it's all, going to come back to Deku was right is just really a really good feeling you know what for I mean? sure and like a- another way to view it right yeah um say on the page the last panel in 15 right this this kind of uh top to bottom uh panel of but I want to save that little boy and, and it's Deku as as the little kid right because yeah, he wanted I- I can to be imagine... saved the exact same way dude right right like, you know what I mean like I... he yeah go ahead keep going oh yeah I was, I was gonna say that like you I think you could take this panel out of context, make it a meme and be like, but I want to save that mass murderer or whatever, yeah, right? And, they, and, and, and they've been and, doing that. They've been sure, doing sure. And, I, and I'm a little boy and I don't know what I'm fucking talking about, right? Yeah. Um, so you can you can take it that way. But mm. I I really take it more in the direction of that childhood idealism. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like a, a, a little kid doesn't know what racism is, doesn't mm. know what sexism is, doesn't know what, you know, national borders are and governments and all these right. bullshit rules that we are built up over our whole lives and we're, we're in this in, in these systems, you know what I mean? And, and we yes. just can't get out of them, you know, because it's like, it's just how the world is. Yes. And Deku's like, that doesn't have to be how it is. Yeah, we could save everybody, right? Like, I, I just think it's beautiful. I it think is it's beautiful. beautiful, dude. And it's just Kohei reinforcing these, these parallels because there was an amazing um side by side that someone put on twitter earlier in the week that showed deku crying at his at his at his um monitor sure you know after he's been told he he doesn't have a quirk and he goes back mm-hmm. to his monitor and he's oh, like oh it shows that who, and then it shows who. and then it shows when um all might told him you can be a hero and mm-hmm. he and he had that monologue where he's like back then all i wanted to hear was thinking about his mom and then it showed Shigaraki and the My Villain Academia art coming out of his flashback of him as a child mm-hmm. staring at like a picture of I think his grandmother or a superhero or something sure. like that so that's mm-hmm. that's the parallel to um Deku looking at the screen and crying and then it mm-hmm. shows Shigaraki like in the My Villain Academia arc like kind of like hunched over and he has like a line of dialogue like no what I wanted them to say back then was dot 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 seeing that side I I didn't even remember that seeing those panels side by side and then going into this chapter and seeing them as children next to each other in that double spread is just like oh my god because he's like especially you know when you have that panel of him being like I want to say I want to save that little boy yes it just like all i can think of is that side by side from my villain academia and like the first couple chapters of the manga of shigaraki and deku in the exact same situation with the exact same dialogue you know what i mean it's just beautifully poetic i love it yeah absolutely wow what a chapter man um hell yeah 
Did you have anything else? No, that's all I had. Okay, me too. All right, getting into the Peace Daily Resistance. One Piece. <laughs> After 1007, Mr. Raccoon Dog. <laughs> what a chat! What a chapter for our little boy. Yes, oh my this God. is the chapter that we knew we were getting. We, we, mm-hmm. we hoped that we were getting last week, mm-hmm. and we got. And it's everything yes. that we could have hoped for and more, I want to say. Yes. Let's uh let's take a minute for the cover here. Yes. Um read request Caesar giving penguin children gas filled balloons. It's just like it's just a fun time, right? Like yes. who doesn't love penguins? I don't know. Yes. And I <laughs> they love, all got hats on. <laughs> and I love the wholesome Caesar moments too, because he was yes. such a piece of shit when he was introduced. What a douche. And, and he's not really on the team, but Oda's still giving him very like wholesome moments whenever he can, <laughs> which is like I just love that. Right, right. <laughs> it's uh yeah, it, it, a, a nice, a nice little, uh, a fun, a fun cover for us yeah. here. And, okay, so but reader yeah. request means someone asked for this, right? Someone asked for Oda to draw this cover. Yeah, it says at the end there yeah. that TK yeah. TKE star AC. So like, yeah, yeah it, it, we've had a lot of these. So if, if it hasn't been the you know like multiple volume mm-hmm. like story plot line, there's been a lot of these reader requests or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Wouldn't it be sick to send one of those in, huh? Yeah, and actually get it like done. Right, oh, right. Man, It'd be so crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like starting off the chapter, we um, all everyone's down. Like everyone has been obliterated by um, by Boss Yogoro. Yep. And we we get some nice commentary, like say from Drake, right? Like, oh, I think I can see why people feared Wano so much. Um, yeah. Very very cool uh, dialogue, I think, exposition about like the the level of Wano, right? Yes. Like, people should not be able to do what Hyogoro just did. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially and in the new like, world, which is crazy that they would say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's, that's a good point. Like, even in the new world, like, this as powerful as the new world is, yeah. this is another level yeah. um, entirely. Mm-hmm. And then, like, um, pretty much what I think you, what you'd expect from Queen in terms of, like, um, all, all the people on his team, like, why are you killing us, right? And it's like, we don't give a fuck about you. You know yeah, what I mean? Dude. Like, <laughs> you... you um, you uh pleasures like you failed like you're you're a person who did ate the smile fruit all you do is laugh right like you're you're a failure right and you waiters there's no more shipments of smile fruits coming right like you're waiting people fighting yeah the people fighting us blew up the factory you know what i mean like blew up punk hazard blew up the factory stopped oflamingo like there ain't no more smiles coming like you were literally always meant to just be there when we need it and then as soon as we don't need you anymore turn you into ice onis and die fighting for us is essentially what your roles have always been and i love how oda is giving this monstrous um we've always we've always known that queen sucked but like mm-hmm. Oda just really doubling down on how shitty yes. this person is, which yep. which makes me kind of excited because it's like at any moment we could get a fucking queen centered chapter that just like and we get the flashback, we get the pathos, we get whatever. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden queen is just top tier character. But I, I love how Oda loves to contrast, though. Yes. After exposition like this, you know, what yep. I mean? make, yep. make you hate them as much as possible and then drop the, you know, the sympathy yep. on you to some Woo. degree or just more depth. That makes us like care for this character more after exactly. feeling like all we want them to do is die. Yeah. Exactly. He 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 did it with Dofi, right? Like yes. Dofi, like you go from hating Dofi, absolutely hating Dofi, mm-hmm. to being like, oh damn, like your backstory is actually really sympathetic, and yeah. I actually really feel for what you went through. Yeah. And then back to like, yeah, but you're actually really still a douchebag. So like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's wrap this up, huh? Right. Um, biggest moment in the chapter. 
-hmm. obviously is page seven. <laughs> no, yes. no, mostly kidding. Obviously, the, the end of the chapter is is the huge one. But but yeah. um, chopper hockey, chopper hockey, chopper is that what we're hockey. Here? Wait a minute, oh, isn't it? No. So like, homie is about to chop off Hyogoro's head. He's coming for the slash, and chopper comes in with the gaki. Yes. And but look at look. It's hard to say, right? Because like it's a very small panel, yeah. and Chopper is a very small little boy. But his arm does look kind of black. But though. his he's blocking his sword with an arm. Yeah. And he's a reindeer. Yeah. That's hockey. Wow. That's gotta be hockey, in my opinion. In my opinion, that is fucking hockey. Yeah, I can't see what else he could have blocked with. I mean, he has armor on, but. And that's he's got a, a sword in his hilt, but that's not a sword slash. Like that, that's right. not a sword block. That's that's a, that's blocking with his left hand. Yeah, and Chopper's not arm. cold enough with a sword to block with the hilt or something. No way. Like, yeah. Something. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. 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 No. No. no, no. And if, and if it was something like that, we would have definitely got a line of dialogue. Like I learned this from Zoro or something. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like we would have yes. got something like yes. that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But no, we'll, we'll see. But I'm I'm pretty. I'm I pretty love confident. that. My, I didn't even think about cannon, that. Yeah. My head cannon hockey. He's got hockey yes. for sure. And I love how um, um, yeah, if go. it is like that, that Oda gives it to us in this like subtle ass way. You know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. But what were you gonna say? Oh, just that page eight, like this. <laughs> oh my god, made, <laughs> made it, it just in time. And this yes. this, this boy, cute yes. Like oh my god, he's looking cute. He's looking like a little chopper boy. Yeah, just one our, of the just best drawings of Chopper since yeah. the time skip too. Yes. <laughs> like this is just such a chopper page that i feel going like back to our cute 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 roots yeah. yes absolutely but yep well, he did he did the thing we knew he would come in just in time you know what i mean and i love how um he turned it into a mist you know what i mean like everyone yes. can breathe this in this is brilliant i didn't know how it was very going to good be idea. administered but i didn't think mm -hmm. obviously i thought of an inhalant like you'd think sure. of that you know what i mean but i didn't think that he had the means mm -hmm. or the time Mm -hmm. you know or the resources to turn it into a like he's only we've only been seeing him with beakers and fucking vials and shit you know what mm -hmm. i mean I, you know pouring the shit back and forth i didn't know he like how much extra time did it take for him to to turn it into a you know turn it into a bomb you know what i mean well like that's, I, yeah. all the time it took it would be more time to make injections and go out to each individual person and do facts, it right so like facts. he 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 spent a little longer he barely got hyogoro healed yeah. right so yeah. like that's how long it took him but even queen even queen was like where did the ship doctor from a crew out of nowhere get this kind of expertise i love that yes right? like, this is wild this is a feat this is a huge feat for yeah. chopper and i and i love how even though chopper you know is kind of been relegated to a background character for a lot of you know the 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 since post time skip you know what mm -hmm. i mean he had great showings inside of punk hazard and fishman mm -hmm. island don't get me wrong but for the most part it's been more of a plot driven situation rather than a character driven one like pre-time skip you know mm -hmm. but even though these characters have been off screen for so long you reintroduce their value so drastically by giving high-ranking enemies dialogue that acknowledges the skills of the sidelined characters yes. so now yes. it's like yeah chopper hasn't really been around but he just did this and queen just kind of shouted him out so it's like yeah chopper is in full effect right now and it's like right, he's never right. left you know what i mean like that hits so hard for me and then at the bottom of page 10 yeah i love this panel of of chopper saying like viruses aren't meant to be used as weapons they will always slip out of your control in the end yes. I, and that is so very facts. poignant right like yes. that's super facts um like it's it is terrifying to think of say, say how bad coronavirus is right yeah. like imagine if someone in like actually tried to make 
a very deadly virus or something, yeah, right? But just like, wanted it, it be... contained in a certain area because they didn't like, like you know, a certain or or they or they thought it would be contained exactly. And as I mean, Chopper's yeah. saying, mm -hmm. they'll always slip out of your control in the end. Like yeah. it's it's just too dangerous. That's how like, it always it's, happens. It's dumb as hell. Like it's, look yeah, look all throughout time. fiction. Like you can I can name three zombie stories off the top of my head where once you find out like what happened, it was some fucking douchebag big wigs at some mega corporation that was yep. like. We, we thought it was we, we only wanted to take out this country because they were like arguing or not not giving us the resources we wanted so we just thought right. we'd drop this you know on them and they died but no it, it, it we fucked up and it and it killed the yep. whole planet like that's always how it you know like yep. you literally always hear that we did this for a specific yeah. reason it went wild that's literally uh, 28 days later you know what i mean like that's yep, yep. All they of were that. trying to they were trying to cure rage and they, and they made a rage virus yes. uh resident evil they yes. they had um uh that and then uh fucking what's the last one i was thinking of ah damn it was just on the tip of my tongue oh no um, there there's 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 many you know, yeah y'all know yeah y'all know what I mean. examples so this line slaps so hard man yes like, yes yes mm -hmm. oh my god and i and i love throughout this whole early part of the chapter right everyone is referring to chopper as Mr. Raccoon Dog. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Mr. Raccoon Dog. I'm not taking lessons in ethics from a stupid raccoon dog. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Raccoon Dog. And then he, Marco's got Queen on lock. Chopper pops the rumble ball. I got one other thing to say. I'm not a raccoon dog. I'm not a tanuki. Kaboom. Yes. Oh, and then slaps this bottom, the shit out of fucking Queen, bro. This bottom where Queen, where fucking Marco and and Drake and Hyogoro and all these people are like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> dude even marco's reaction dude everybody is like yo yeah. dude and you want to know what this is more credence for chopper hockey because uh -huh. he just smacked the shit out of queen blood drawn damage oh okay i mean he is large I, he is large I, but I'm, i i, I was think kind of making can... a, i was kind of making a joke there but I, but I, still I, I... yeah <laughs> why didn't he just defend with hockey yeah yeah exactly yeah it's like you'd think that queen Oh no, man! It's the new world, and this is a Yonko commander. So you'd think that sure, hockey sure. would just always be in the equation. You know what right. I mean? In conflicts, and, you know what I mean? So and and, we, and that, we've talked before, right? Like, yeah. like that. You, you uh, Oda doesn't draw hockey all the time anymore, yeah, right? Like yeah. it's 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 implied. it's implied. Everyone's using hockey basically. If you're doing Ryo, like he's gonna he's gonna show the Ryo draw that. Yeah. He's he's mm -hmm. gonna show that. But like Chopper could definitely be using hockey here. But and it is Queen such a big hand. Blocking. It is such a big hand to not show hockey on if the hockey's being used. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I I don't I don't personally think so. I yeah. think it's fine personally. I do not too. draw hockey yeah. at, at chapter 1007, right? Yeah. Like that's fine. we've had hockey for hundreds of chapters. Yeah, like right. it's I think it's fine not to draw it. Yeah. But but it doesn't it need weird. to be hockey because yeah. he's 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 a big boy. I think right. you can make blood from sure. a zone type by hitting him with a hand that's yeah. this. This is right? just the so. and oh and it is a zone type too. So it's like but mm -hmm. Chopper is also a zone type. But I mm -hmm. mean like zone types are known for their defense, not really their their offense. So like, even though sure. Chopper is big and mm -hmm. a zone, like Queen's zone defense should really play more of a thing here than Chopper's size, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Especially mm -hmm. since they're both big anyway, you know what I mean? Sure. So, mm -hmm. but you never know. I love Chopper hockey, bro. I'm with you 100% on Chopper hockey. I just want to say. like, Put me on that team. I That's want, team. like, I subscribe to that. And until it's confirmed otherwise, <laughs> Chopper has hockey on this show. In this house, Chopper has hockey. It's official. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and Kiko and Eagle agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they didn't agree, they'd say something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
All right, Kiko, oh, if you disagree, see. blink twice. Nothing? All right, uh, let's go. All right, chopper hockey, baby. Chopper hockey. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, okay, so then we go into um, Yamato and Momo and uh, fucking... Oh, it's been a night here. What's her name? Shinobu. Um, Shinobu. Yeah. Uh, my apologies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so very just a little little baby scene with them mm -hmm. but then it goes into this cp ages zero yes talking about and here we got to talk about this one right so this dude is talking about back in the day when we had kaido captive vega punk extracted kaido's bloodline elements yes and, and oh in the scan this said lineage factor yeah and that makes sense yeah. that is the previous i think wording we were given yeah. Uh, maybe maybe the translation has now changed to bloodline elements as opposed to lineage factor but sure. lineage factor is the ex yeah that, thank you for bringing that up because i was wondering about that too mm -hmm. um but I, I only read the officials here mm -hmm. so like mm -hmm. um but yeah that's that's awesome but yeah use them to create an artificial devil fruit it's so interesting because why would his bloodline elements be related to his devil fruit like it isn't isn't momonosuke's artificial devil fruit the same fruit as Kaido's fruit. He turns into a zone type dragon. Is Kaido a dragon? Kaido person? is a dragon who ate the who dragon. Ate the fruit? fish fish fruit that he has. Whatever fish fish fruit model, whatever, because we know it's a fish fish fruit because that's what Big Mom said. Remember, we talked about that. Well, but didn't Big Mom say like, "I gave you the fish fish fruit, and you owe me," but yeah. she didn't say that he and ate he it. Ate it. Yeah, so I think what weren't this is saying... Were we thinking, like, maybe Yamato ate it? Or maybe, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what we said, but, what, right. but I think that this is saying right now that Kaido is a dragon that ate this fruit. And so when you take his bloodline elements and put it into the smile fruit, it makes sense that the same dragon that we see Kaido become is the similar dragon that we see Momonosuke become when he eats the fruit. Because Kaido himself is a dragon, and then his devil fruit is something related to this fish fish fruit is how I'm taking it based off of this conversation now. <laughs> so yeah, let's, yeah. let's talk about that one yeah. for a little bit. Right. Like yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm, I'm yeah. just I'm trying to wrap my mind around it. Right. right so right. like when he's in his human form, he has horns, he has the, the tattoo that looks like scales, like a fish. Mm -hmm. Um, he's immortal slash invincible, you know, based on the suicide chapter way, way back. Right. Mm -hmm. Jumped off to jumped off, uh, sky island and, and landed and didn't die and right. then you think back then like well if you're um if you're invincible if, if you want to die and you have a devil fruit why don't you just jump in the water right yes. and and die but you have the fish, and you fish would, fruit and you get the fish fish fruit that probably means you're immune to drowning yep which means you wouldn't die which means that makes sense for why he's trying to kill himself but can't because he's literally that strong and he can't drown and but really he's a dragon which ties back to ryuma way back in the day killing a dragon tying it back into present day wano so we could have dragons exist we know dragons exist right based on the ryuma mythos so yes. a dragon could exist yes who ate but but why would eat why would a dragon eating a fish fish fruit let you turn into a person right because we've seen kaido in two forms currently the person form and the dragon form and now probably the hybrid form but we haven't seen the full hybrid form yet right yeah and in a lot of areas of fiction dragons are wildly intellectual yes yes magic the gathering 
is a yep. strong example. Niv mm -hmm. Mizet Draco genius is like who <laughs> who comes to who comes to mind. You know what I mean? So if if Oda wants to go into like that area of dragon lore, then right. you can say dragons are just smart enough and sentient enough to speak and 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 act like people while just being dragons. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So could say could say that that explains it. Um, but I I think I think what I man the strongest thing that I what feels the best to me dragon first mm -hmm. extract lineage factor bloodline elements whatever put it into the fruit that explains momonosuke turning into this uh, eastern dragon sure. sure i think that that is like bottom line like we can't like i mean the only other much. alternative yeah the only other alternative is that somehow a devil fruit changes your bloodline elements changes your lineage factor. Ah, uh, yeah there you, you were go. a human you ate the, the dragon fruit and now you are a dragon person yeah and if i extract your dna it's dragon dna yeah yeah i we've never gotten any exposition about that, that ever makes so right? much sense though oh my god does it yeah, does it, it does. make so much it does. sense I mean, it does because, it could because they always say when you eat this thing you become a blank man or blank oh he's person. a rubber man he's a rubber man he's a yeah. this person like you are you become that thing so naturally it probably extends to your dna your dna is changed entirely okay that that i think it, that at least explain that would at least explain it to the to the degree of yes. kaido's a person yep or or some common or some mixed fish, race fish you know model well no because all these no but he, he would eat the dragon fruit he would eat the dragon fruit Right, and then he's just so he, he the fish, a, fish fruit. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, mm -hmm. and and either Yamato ate it or or he's holding it for something. Right, right. right. But then um, that still doesn't explain if you want to die, just jump into the water, knowing you have a devil fruit. But maybe it's like even back then, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. when when I was talking with this about this with people, it was like, well, that's like cheating, right? Like oh, yeah, obviously, yeah, obviously, obviously yes. Like, but yeah, like I want to die from like something a little something. more. Yeah. You know, interesting. You know, yeah. than drowning, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but dude, I love mm. this conversation. This is crazy right now because, yeah. yeah, because if he eats the fruit and then becomes a dragon man, then yes, DNA, it, it affects you on a cellular, you know, level. Because literally, Luffy, prime example, any Logia, you know what I mean? Right. Once, once, we, yeah. once we see Kaido's hybrid form, I think yes. this is going to answer this question, right? Yeah, absolutely. If Kaido's hybrid form is a very dragon-looking dude mm -hmm. um and i think it'll be very obvious um if that's the case then we'll know okay well the thing that was extracted was a dragon yeah and that means that kaido is a person that ate the dragon fruit and if you eat a fruit it changes your dna your mm -hmm. bloodline elements yep if he looks kind of fish-like then i think <laughs> we have our question answered right <laughs> yeah for real though wow oh damn no. but oh, no. but then there's this like last panel on, on 15 right where it's mm -hmm. like this dude is like I was just thinking to myself, thank goodness it was only a failure. And I wonder what that means. Because, like, Momonosuke seems to be able to transform fine. Yep, yep. And um, this, what this means to me is that, thank goodness it was only a failure. No, I'm wrong. This shit was full effect. Yeah. And Momonosuke sure, has sure. it. And, like, we've only really seen Momonosuke um, in this form, right? Yep. And uh, he hasn't done a hybrid or anything like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, the only effect that we've seen is that he conjures these clouds to fly, to walk on and produce mm -hmm. flight. But like, if he's saying, thank goodness it was only a failure, and that means that he knows the potential of the fruit if it was yes. a success. 
Yes. So Momonosuke is about to turn the fuck up, bro. Oh yes. my god. Also, if it isn't a failure, yeah. it gives us nice uh, background description of Vegapunk. Yeah. Vegapunk, he was never happy with the results and considered it a failure. What if that was a lie? Because he's just using the world government to get yeah. resources for his science, but he actually knows the world government is really shitty, so he didn't want to give them such a powerful fruit yes. that was not a failure, it was a success, Yes. and he wanted to keep it for whatever other purposes. Why right? and then using it, yeah. his, like, the, the huge gap in intelligence, right? Yes, it's yes. Like, it's very Iron Man, because Iron mm -hmm. Man's origin is he's captured by Viet Cong, and they're like, you're the fucking, like, warmonger, bro. Make us the same weapons you make back home. And he's like, all right, I got you. I need all of this stuff. And then they bring him all the stuff. And then he takes the extra stuff and builds the fucking Iron Man armor with it under, <laughs> underneath their yeah. nose. You know what I right, mean? Right. Because Version they, one. Just, they just leave him to his devices because they can't comprehend the work that he's doing. So they, they can't leave, even tell what he's doing. They can't yeah. even tell what he's doing. You know what I mean? So they don't know that he's like building their thing for them while also making, you know, the Iron Man armor to break out. Right. With, you know what I mean? Right. So it's very, I, I very much have always thought that Vegapunk was on that kind of shit inside mm -hmm. of the world government like you got me you know by the beard you know what i'm saying i gotta play by your rules but i'm mm -hmm. doing some other shit on the side disguised by the real work i'm doing for you you know mm -hmm. what i mean so right love that all mm. right now we get into the big the shit. last the big <laughs> shit bro Chopper didn't i say I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna find i'm going to go in and find in our reviews, the clip mm -hmm. of me saying, I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know how Oda's going to make it make sense. But Odin is coming back in this arc to some capacity. I said it on the show. And I had no evidence. I had no backup. Nothing. It was literally just, I have this feeling. It doesn't feel 100% right. I, we're going to see Odin somehow again. And I, got, I think I got laughed out of the room. I think this might have even been before you were on the show. Maybe. Maybe I can't remember, but I'm gonna find that clip, son. If if I was on the show, I might I might have been the one laughing. <laughs> yeah, was, uh... Kiko definitely laughed me out the room, bro. I swear, I, I distinctly remember. I was like, I don't know, I don't know how it's gonna make sense, but Odin. Coming I back. I definitely I definitely don't know how <laughs> I feel about this. I I don't yeah. know what is happening. I will say, <laughs> I I will say that um going back to i think chapter like a thousand four or a thousand yeah. i think it's a thousand four at the end of the chapter right like we see the scene of mm -hmm. someone taking care of kiemon and, and and the rest of them right like and and people were saying oh it's enel right uh obviously i said like, that <laughs> right right and and i think obviously people were i think mostly joking there yeah, I I mean, it, yeah, the, yeah, I the, the thing that is probably hair did yeah. look a lot like one of those long earlobes, yeah, right? So like, yeah. like I, I think there was something there. Obviously, we, we want Enel to come back so badly, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but but what I said was, Lady Toki. You did say right? that, yes. And I think that makes a lot of sense, especially since you know she has hair that looks like that, and, and <laughs> yeah. who else could appear, right? Right. Now the question is, did did she bring Odin with? But how, right? Yeah. Like, can she also go back in time? Can she only go forward in time? She can bring people in forward in time with her, yes, right? Like, or, yes. or or rather, send. She can send people forward in time. That's yeah. how uh, Momonosuke, Kiemon, Raizo, Kanjiro, mm -hmm. all these people are in the present day, right? Yeah. But then, like Odin, 
died. Right. Presumably. Shot in the forehead and then melted into the oil. Body is Bo gone. Boiling oil. Yes. Was in there for like an hour or however long it was, a day or long ass time. We know that right? was really him there. We we know, yeah. Or was do, it not? Right? <laughs> we, I, it... It like has to be. But Otherwise, see what he what, says? What was you're the... so much older now. That is the line of dialogue that like kind of seals this a little bit because it's like you're so much older now. Wahaha! Does that imply time travel for Odin? Because well, because if Toki went he... back in time and then brought mm -hmm. him back forward in time, then he's still going to be whatever age he was at the time that she went back to go grab him. So then when he comes back here and all of these guys are older now. It makes sense that he'd be like, you guys are so much older now if he traveled through time. Because if, it, if he just survived that whole thing and then aged properly, why would he say that? Oh, no, definitely. Like, yeah. I, I don't think I definitely 100% if this is Odin, yeah. he's not been chilling this whole time. Right, right. <laughs> he, he was brought he was brought into the future by Lady Toki. Yeah, that that so but that much is a, a guarantee. Now, that's interesting. The the so much older line yeah. I was thinking was almost evidence against it being Odin mm. because because and but I, I'm going to turn that back. Right. Because I, I since you said something. I, I don't believe that anymore, but like, for, for, for example, Kanjiro, Raizo, um, they aren't older. They were also sent forward in time. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. But if Lady Toki first went back in time, got Odin alive, and then forward two jumps, right? So like, from, from the time when Odin died, jumped backward one jump. Yeah got odin then both of them jumped twice into the future i think what you're saying is years. That because because i think toki does save them and toki's mm -hmm. here with odin and we just haven't seen her yet yes yes exactly i think, I think that so, was toki in that last chapter saving them mm -hmm. and then now odin jumps through the door and lady toki's behind me for the explanation right now then in this case odin would be 20 years younger than you think he is yes he isn't the odin that died Yep. In the boiling oil. Yeah. He's, he's 20 years younger. Yo. And that's why he's saying, like, I've missed you. You're so much older now, right? Yes. Now, this, I, part of what is so difficult about this is that time travel is very difficult to handle in fiction, yes, right? Yes, it is. If, if you take Odin out of the past, 20 years before he died, yep. then how was he there when he died? Right. It doesn't make sense. Now, right. on the other hand, right? That we have had a character who transformed into Odin in in that battle, right? Mm -hmm. The had the Mane Mane no Mi or whatever, right? The the face stealing fruit that that um, Bon Cure has, but mm -hmm. Bon Cure has that fruit, yeah. and Bon Cure has never seen Odin and never touched Odin's face, and so like, how could he transform into Odin? It can't be Bon Cure. It can't be the old lady from the past. Oh uh, wait, wait. Oh fuck. Is she dead? Yeah, they killed her. Okay, good. Because yeah. that's how um, Clay has the fruit in the first place. Right, right. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn time travel. So Yeah, complicated. time travel. But, um, but what were we talking about? With Undead Unluck handling time travel so well, what did we say after those chapters in our review? We said the only other mangaka that we can see handling time travel. Right. You know, like, like you think of 
Like, this is crazy. You're not supposed to be able to handle time travel this well, but right. Tozik is doing it. Like, only thing motherfucker I can think of that could masterfully handle something this dangerous is, like, Oda. It'll be Oda. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? And now here we have Oda. I, I certainly do not question his writing at all. Like, yeah, I, I, right, I know right. this is going to work out. Yeah. I This is just the most unsure I've ever been of what is going on <laughs> in One Piece. Yes, and this goes back. This is really testing, you know, our... What do we always say on this show? Oda's gonna make shit weird. Just wait and see what he does. You know, yeah, and then yeah, now yeah. we're here, like this is like us being pushed to that, like, because this is so impossible. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I I I love Odin. I, yeah. I think he's one of the best characters in One Piece. So yeah. it's not like I don't want him to be here. It's just that just like I really make sense. Yeah. I just want him to make sense and I really liked his his death you know what i mean yeah. I, I thought it was very powerful and, and it really hit me to my heart so and it's like if you undo that like right. is, is this undoing it like like for example like would they be like i thought you died in in the oil and he's like what are you talking about like yeah I, i'm I'm, fr I'm from 40 years ago wait a minute whose swords are these <laughs> dude i i literally said that when i when i read it right like this cannot be enma that is and not the other one Amano Havakiri and right enma. it can't be at the very least it can't be because zoro's got enma so yeah. it can't be enma right yeah. so what are these swords right that's where time travel gets fucked up right like this, this, is, this, <laughs> yeah. this, 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 is, the, this is the exact kind of stuff that quickly starts to break down and that's why I'm honestly not even convinced this is Odin. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Even even given Lady Toki, even given the ability of time travel with Lady Toki, we don't know if she can go back in time. But even if, even if, for example, I don't know, like Lady Toki like was able to save Odin. He didn't actually die. He didn't die from the headshot. He didn't die from the oil. He, everyone left the area, and she was all I don't I, like. I have no idea. <laughs> to try and figure out how she'd save him, you know what I mean? Like yeah. But Oda is never someone I would question his storytelling. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm sure like, it'll work out. This has to work out, but it's just like, right. yes, like you said, the most unsure mm -hmm. that I've ever been about mm -hmm. what's happening. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. But I got 100% faith in this man. And oh, whatever, yeah. whenever we get this explanation, bro, the timeline is going to explode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I swear. Man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> did you have did you have anything else for for One Piece? Uh no, I I I don't really. Yeah. I yeah, feel like I mean, if like... we continue talking about One Piece, it's just going to be us infinitely theorizing about Odin. Right. <laughs> and we're going to be going and back I... through the chapter yeah. to try to find evidence that's not there. Right. And it's just going to be yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I'm, I'm never I'm never even really want to theorize too heavily about one piece because sure, like yeah. as as we've said before right like and as someone told me back in the day like one piece is one of those stories where anything you think of mm -hmm. oda will do it better yes. you know what i mean like yes. it's always going to be better whatever actually happens so what's even the point of me thinking too hard about <laughs> what is going on i, I let's just let it happen let's see what happens happen. right like let's i'm sure it's going to be awesome yes absolutely well I think that'll do it for this, uh, for this, for One Piece. Yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah. And that'll do it for this episode of the Project Manga Podcast. Thank you all so much for watching. If you did, make sure you slap a like on the video if you enjoyed it. Hit subscribe if you're new. Hit the bell next to subscribe so we can chirp you when new content is live. And while you're in that area, visit our description section. 
is where you're gonna see our link tree. That's gonna be where you can follow us on all of our individual social media accounts, follow us uh, or join our um, online communities like Discord. Um, you can also listen to the Project Manga podcast wherever you normally listen to your podcast, Spotify, Apple, what have you. And there's also ways that you can support what we do here by visiting our online store or Patreon. But with all that said, this will be another stupendous episode of the Project Manga podcast. Wrapping up, I'm Knox. I'm Nickums. We'll catch you on the next one.